Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to a special question bucket edition of, I don't know, whatever is going to be this special Waypoint Plus feed. Uh, I'm Austin. Rob and Patrick are here. We asked people to send us a bunch of questions about Waypoint Plus, uh, E3, some other stuff. And so I put together a slideshow with everyone's <laughs> questions. Uh, I'm presenting this to the class. Do we? Wait, so wait, hold on. Back up. First yeah. page, um, Go back. Oh, uh, you know what? Yes. Number one. Yep. Shout-outs to Stephen Maurice Graham, who made this incredible Waypoint art, Waypoint Plus art, before Waypoint existed. This predates Waypoint. This oh, is classic Vice what? Gaming art. Right. Stephen Maurice Graham, uh, who is on Twitter. I've been meaning to say this literally all week. We used, People, we used that art so many times in stories that didn't have good 100%. art. It was like, there's no, like, uh, indie game that can't represent it well in a screenshot. Slap yes. this art on there. It looks cool on Twitter. This is old art. Yeah, so 400 facts, 400 F-A-C-T-S on Twitter uh, made this art years ago. I'm glad it's getting its its time in the sun again today. Uh, I, I love it. It's very good. Uh, you can also see it, obviously, if you go to waypointplus.com. Um, uh, yeah, 400 facts. That's right, to people in the chat. So do you have something else? That, was that what you were going to ask, Patrick? No, it wasn't. It was uh, – all right, oh, so okay. you – We're going to ask this. We're gonna ask... Art, there's, a, yeah. there's a plus sign. Yeah, and this is a Google you have spreadsheet. Written out oh, Waypoint yeah. Plus. I see. You're saying, why am I not adhering to this little plus yeah. icon? Get on the brand. Um, I like it in the in the what we would call the 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 word mark or the the kind of image here. Uh, okay. I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I don't I don't love it in just like regular text. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, let me. Let oh, me, if you because you can't actually like if put I just, it. You can't if raise I just, it. See, this doesn't look right to me. That looks bad. That looks bad. Yeah, I no, can't make right. it. Oh, you I guess know I could, what? I that make font it. just doesn't have a good boss. It doesn't. But it also it's looks also like look, some sort of healthcare. Um, yeah, it does. But it wait, looks wait, like we're signing up. Wait, wait, plus is about to deny your coverage. I could. I may have faked it. Make that a little bit smaller now. For people who are just listening, I've gone into the spreadsheet here, or not the spreadsheet, the uh, the the Google. What are these called? Slides. Google Slides, sure. and made it bigger so that it sort of sits near where it's supposed to in the logo. Okay. Lo- in the logo. Um. Now we're branded. Yeah, bigger than before. Exactly. <laughs> um. Way more point. I think this was a Rob. Was, was way more point a Zachney original or was that a Jason original? That Someone was a, that was a Jason point. original, and okay. Jason was very proud of it and right. wanted everyone to know. But also, um, but he's like, but really also good. open to throwing it. He's like, well, if you, you know, if you guys don't like it, it's fine. You know, but it's like, no, that's actually a, yeah. that's a very funny little joke. We're gonna that that one stuck as the it. copy evolved. 
Why not? Right? Yeah, and also he, he was really hung up on um the little like downward arrow, the carrot. I know I can't. Can you explain that today? You should explain the carrot joke. So okay, this is uh, Jason. My be- my version of this is better than yours. Uh, so you don't need to put the story out there because I think it's a little more complicated than this. But for ages, there kept being this inexplicable way more like on all our branding. There was this little thing that was like. Jason's in the chat wanting to clarify. (laughs) Way more point with a carrot, and I kept being like, "What the, what the fuck is this with a carrot? Like what? Like why does it keep?" And it was like it was like dandelions in the lawn. Like it was just like or mushrooms just kept popping up, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And eventually, Jason was like, "No, I want, I want a carrot. Like the punctuation." Um, Can you throw a little (laughs) carrot up there, Austin, on the uh, on the slide so we can see exactly what we mean? What do you? Where do you want it? Uh, just next to the plus, just next to the plus. Yeah, because they were just like a like a like a the carrot that's in that's on the that's already arrow pointing up. The opposite of original giant bomb is what you want. You want this, like one of these. Yeah, something like that. Well, the one that points down. But I don't have that one on my keyboard. Well, neither Rob. did neither did the yeah, RT. I do. There we go. I and got it. so they kept interpreting it as it's a V. They were like, "Oh yeah, so with a carrot, we got it." <laughs> and they just kept adding the text with a carrot to the marketing material. <laughs> and like Jason was like, "No, it's got to be with a carrot. Way more point. We're like more is doing... being. It's like the editorial marker. Insert way in per- insert way more. with a carrot point." Or were they doing waypoint and then waypoint were they doing plus waypoint with a carrot? That's what they were waypoint saying. Waypoint plus <laughs> with a carrot like yes. this. <laughs> and what Jason wanted was way more point, and right, right, right. there's way like more, more. was being inserted in the yeah. middle of the word, which I can't really longer. do here. But yeah, I get it. Yeah, and it's stu- the thing is, it stuck around for more than one iteration of the copy to the point where we got into a meeting. And I don't know if it was Rob or myself was just like, hey, the fuck's up with this carrot thing? <laughs> like, I keep waiting for it to disappear and it keeps sticking around. Incredible. I kept being like, yeah, Jason, the, with a carrot thing is going to disappear, right? That, that can't <laughs> go out. And and eventually we figured out like what what was in his like imaginatorium uh, as he related right, this to sure. the art team. Um, and yeah. it is pretty good. If like if you end up seeing a Waypoint Plus uh, ad – Somewhere on the web for those. Of I you saw who... it today. I saw it today somewhere on Twitter. I can't find it again. Wait, really? I don't know. Yeah, this is, remember earlier. Oh, before that's we the what stream, you meant. I, thought I you meant... messaged Rob and Patrick. I was like, I saw this Waypoint Plus graphic today on Twitter. I can't find it Hang now on. in any of our pages um... because I was like, oh, that would be a useful thing to put on the screen. Kato put together this great little sidebar thing over on the right of your screen right now. But I was like, well, I don't know if I want to use that format for the layout today. Maybe I want to use a different format. So let me see what other graphics are available. And I thought I had it, but I didn't have it. And and now it is what it <laughs> See, is. So, oh. so we're pointing out, can we... Uh, one second. How, how I got, do we I got, get the... One second. One okay. second. All right. Uh, Jason, Jason's in the chat, first of all, trying to correct parts of the story, including that way more point was never way, was never Jason's uh, uh, brainchild. It was just he was trying to, to fix it. Uh, Jason, can I, can I post this thing you sent me on Slack? Is this acceptable? Can I do that? Am I allowed to do that? I, I need clearance here. You just let me know. Jason says yes in the chat. All right, what we got here is an email. <laughs> Gamingadvice.com is the address. Uh, I think we got, we got a copy of the email, um, and it's from Jason saying, hey, thanks for this. We think it's great. 
couple questions notes thought can we have try to have two alt versions of way more point when we're more is bolded or somehow stands out slightly i think it's a matter of making the font barely perceptively bigger uh and then we have been joking about this for a while but the idea has grown us is there a version of the logo where we add more with an editor style carrot between way and point i drew an elaborate diagram to explain this i would dot 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 i would say dot 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 not pressing on this one, but I think it could be fun to see what something in this vein would look like. I gotta say, Jason, this is as clear as it could possibly be. That is just, and you show what you mean. How did they get to, how did they get to say with a carrot? You were getting owned. I have to tell you, I think y'all were all getting just absolutely punked. If I was on the design team, I would be laughing so hard <laughs> every time I sat back with a carrot. It kept coming back, so it wasn't oh, even, you know so what I mean? Like funny. another person looked at it and was like, time for the third art pass and like <laughs> with a carrot. With a carrot. Um thank you, Jason. Uh what's what's should we get to some Oh yeah, do you, you Oh Rob found, has it. Yes. This is I, it. Where oh, did I see it on the internet? I didn't see it on I didn't see yeah, it on, you might have saw on, it, on, it on the internet. I saw it on I was probably reading Gita's Sim story today and saw this ad that was just on Vice. Look at that. Yeah, there you That's go. Way cool more get way more point. I like it. I'm down. Anyway, we're here to answer your questions. Does that sound like a good idea? Sure. Yeah. All right. This first one comes in anonymous. Uh, again, gaming at vice.com is the address. Use the subject question. Congratulations on the launch of Waypoint Plus. This person's done like the camel case single word. Yeah, this, this is this is. Whew. I don't love that. Whew. I don't hate it, but it's just not. It's not. It's you. just not. It's not me. I've, I've no shade on this person who wrote in sure. this very nice email. They don't know what our I've style missing... guide is for. Wait, we don't. No, we don't how have style guide? No. They, they, exactly. they didn't know there was a carrot. Oh, sorry. That is Pas- Pascal case, not camel case. Thank you, uh, Baron Bliss <laughs> in the chat. I don't know my your listen. Apologies. Send corrections to. Um, uh, <laughs> I've been listening to the podcast and reading the articles for about four years now, and I can't wait to see what this means for the future of Waypoint. As for the actual questions, I know there are probably plans to incorporate this, but will y'all be making a separate question bucket for After Dark? What would that look like? (laughs) The looser feel of that first After Dark episode makes the new podcast feel like a great opportunity to dive even deeper into the food slash question bucket. Thanks for your hard work and being a vital voice in games journalism. Hope you'll have a great weekend. I think you're seeing it, baby. I think, hey, from our boss, can we put this email you sent to the design team? in the podcast might be the way in. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't have like a definitive answer. We're, we're kind of building the, the ship, you know, as, as it flies through the air. I think if building there's the plane one thing in the, air. the history of Waypoint tells us is that mm-hmm. this team needs more emails um, <laughs> and it needs more yeah. question buckets. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just, we burn through those so fast. We always need more and we need more channels for them. I just thought like, that we need a second one where people could be a little looser about their like weird habits. Like, look, we- yeah, hey, <laughs> this one's for the main feed. And Yahoo then, like, anime, the, the Yahoo anime bucket. <laughs> Only people you can trust with the food with your bad food opinions. Yes, agreed. I think I think um, Waz has like the perfect energy for oh, the shout after dark. A hundred percent. You know, I'm not trying to make a big name fan happen. That's not the way I like to live. But I do think over the last year, especially over our over the COVID years, uh, this this person who emails in Jesse, uh, aka the Wazinator, I want to oh. say, um, uh, has sent so many of our favorite goofy ass questions to where, like, if we're having a 
a a random day or like oh, we don't have much to talk about i can just search for waz and probably come up with a good question the waz like, bucket here's one right now howdy waypoint do you this is from this is from earlier in may do you have a traditional end of relationship or breakup food <laughs> i just realized i always get a bigger burger than normal so i can fall into a food coma regards do they, waz do they get great do they get bigger over time like with the oh. next, re- or is it based on the length of the relationship? I think it's based on the seriousness of the relationship. Because sometimes you can be in a long relationship and it can end, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, it was time for that to wrap up." We we're basically finished this relationship a year ago and just kind of <laughs> stuck it out. Um, but there are other times when you're like, "Cool, this one really hits," and it doesn't even have to have been all that long. I think you got to go hard on those. Those are the ones you got to eat the biggest burger. I think it's been a minute historically, though. My traditional end of a relationship meal is a carton of cigarettes. Um, Mine's a haircut. So, yeah, yeah. it's not food. It's time to redefine my body in other ways. I'm sorry that yours (laughs) is with nicotine and tar, Rob. It is what it is. Uh, Walking Snorlax in the chat says, that was a single patty relationship. (laughs) Brutal. Jesus. That's the the bar of breakups. (laughs) Yes. Um, let's keep rolling. We've got a bunch of them here. Hey, Waypoint Plus crew, congrats. If you had to rate it, was the launch middling, successful, extremely successful, or life-changing? How soon can we expect Vice to rebrand as Vice, a Waypoint <laughs> company? I'm so glad this uh, got to happen. Love y'all stuff. The analogy of the scale I used before about yeah. at the start of the week, Yeah. Vince McMahon leaning back in his chair, eyebrow raised. Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point, Vince McMahon is kind of looking around. Yeah, doing the yeah. eyes o- eyes wide open, mouth agape. Yeah. Yeah, not all the way to like... Well, there's four, not stages, heavy breathing, four stages of the meeting, Not falling. Right? Not falling. But like, am I the only one seeing this? <laughs> we got an email thread today, right? Oh, yes, truly, you have achieved corporate success yeah. when, you get the, when you get the... And not just our email, Mm-mm. seven responses. To the point where... Like DM and Rob, Rob, I, this is this is our email. I think one of us should respond. And Rob's like, I'm on it. I got it. Like I'm I'm working on the the, the response. Like oh, we we need to acknowledge our own success in this yeah. in this course, which we're not comfortable with. Incredible. Yeah, I'm so happy uh, that y'all you know, with the support that y'all have shown us already. Um, you know, we I said during that uh, that initial call or that initial waypoint after dark that we had a number that we were trying to hit. We are we are we are not at that number. It's in. It's in range. It's like it's really, totally like really possible close. we hit it before yeah. we hit it on the stream. We, I mean, yeah, who knows how this stream goes? Like Jason could come in chat right now and be like, "You hit it," and then all the red alarms go off, and then our life changes. That doesn't actually our life. <laughs> this is the actual the other, the actual answer here is that like life changing is both something that yes, of course, it's already changed our lives because it means that our day to day looks different, but also. Life changing has a limit when what you do is talking to a microphone about video games and politics and culture, unless you're super successful at the ninja level, which I don't think any of us could live like that. Frankly. No, that sounds miserable. You read it what that life is, and that doesn't that doesn't yeah. seem great. I don't know. Scale you of know, what, I could see and... it'd be a lot of fun. Rob like, could imagine do it. being the not piece of shit Joe Rogan. Like imagine they like all, just having Rob. Cool they all go over. bad. They all go bad. They all yeah. go, go bad. bad. I don't think you can get through it. I don't think I don't know you who think that is. The scale of it predetermines that like you're going to end up being the villain. It, I was it, just talking about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it's, it's, it's like child acting, right? Like it, it corrupts almost all. And then what's remarkable is when you get someone like who isn't a terrible piece of shit. 
Um, mm, and it right. feels like the, the, it corrupts in the same it, direction. It, I was saying to someone the other day that, like, when we talk about the freedom this is going to give us, it does not mean freedom from, by, like, uh, pressures or limits or something like that. It just shifts what those are to something we're more comfortable with. Like, in the old model, we had to be aware of traffic, of, of how many eyes were getting on ads, right? And and that, whether or not, even if you're very conscious of that pressure and you want to work around it, you inevitably start to make certain decisions in order to make sure you achieve those goals so that people keep their jobs and stuff like that. At least I can speak to that when I was EIC, at least. I, I, spent not, every, I would spend days where I was told... Just just chill, like like spend some totally. time writing a feature, and I wouldn't, and I or I would in the background, but also like, yeah, I also need to post like two things today and like two things tomorrow right. because right. I know that's the the metric we're being measured against, and could never just like take the deep breath that right I wanted to, even if people were telling me you can take that breath, I didn't. But you know, them. you know, it's it, and you've good reason not to believe them. No offense again to the people saying it, but you've seen in the past when those cuts come, they hit you and they hit you as a surprise, right? Like I've said this before, but Mike Diver was essential to getting Waypoint off the ground, and then he got cut in a round of UK cuts that we had Completely no idea unrelated. were coming. Completely unrelated. So he's like, you don't even know. You don't we even woke know up when it's going to come. And like you sent me a DM, was like. <laughs> Like Mike's Dude. not here anymore. I was like, right, you, I got put into a room and someone told me, yeah, and so like, stuff like that can happen, and so you're always like shaky on that. Um, and so this gives us a little bit more security in that regard because the business model is built around the team being the team and the team making stuff. But also, that doesn't mean there aren't other pressures, and I think those pressures probably at the large enough scale get to be part of the thing that hits you and like shapes the way your content goes and. I wouldn't want to be – I wouldn't want to have an, an audience so loud and so big that I couldn't say no to them. Do you know what I mean? That like I couldn't say, no, I'm not bringing that person on. I'm not – we're not sharing our, our platform with X or whatever, right? Like that stuff is important. So um, – but yeah, very successful. Very happy with it so far. More to come hopefully. Um, taking things one step at a time. I think, Rob, you've been very good at holding the reins and being like, let's not overreach too quickly. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to – I'm gonna do something very funny right now, which is I'm like, we're gonna, we're gonna stay really humble. Throw I'm gonna turn this ring. ring I'm gonna turn this ring light I on because I don't, get, like, well, I don't like had, my degree of lighting with that. I we have had right conversations now. that was like, all right, um, right. There's money. What do? Uh, okay, you know, how do we get a budget? I mean, that's like that's how it's like quite literally like the stage that was like prove it successful, get get people behind it, and then figure out what it means. Like we we are yes. only going to start having the. We thought these conversations were gonna be later. They're now happening right. faster, but they're gonna be now. after kind of the E3 stream that we, you know that yeah. we're gonna be doing. Yeah. But it is like, hey, after that's done, we'll have established like what this is in terms of the level of support. Then the the question becomes, well, what do we what do we do with this? Um, right. In, in you know both for ourselves and like as a thing that exists within Vice. So I think that's something we're gonna spend. I don't know, like the the plan when we talked about this ahead of it launching was like we're gonna spend the summer figuring it out and. Yeah. The money part ha- kind of has been figured out. Now we need to figure out, like, how you know what does that mean for for our day to day and our setups and and how best to use it. Right. Not just like, yeah, we'll see. Um, it, it's not like just to be clear, it's not like that money goes into a a, a direct bucket that then we just scoop it's up. It's not a and credit like... card that's like, just gonna go. <laughs> right. Patrick has been putting up buying a gaming PC to see if he can get Vice to buy him but one. <laughs> it would be sick if Vice bought us one now. You know right, what I mean? I feel like right. we have that leverage now to have right. those conversations. We're having conversations about time, about about you know role, salary, like all that stuff is stuff that we can now try to broach in a, in a more leverage. I think, way. I, I, think anyway. I, d- I DM'd yeah. Rob, uh, and we can leave it here. Is that uh, yeah. Now is the time for me to find even 
more niche stories targeted to less people, but I still find interesting. Thank find you, more. subs. For Doors allowing in... me to find the speedrunner of a DS game right. from <laughs> 2006 that four, four people play. Um, here's how they got clipped through this wall. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely um, one way we could use those resources. Yeah, <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, just to answer something in the chat, Munokart says, I'm assuming Austin still has no interest in coming back as a full-time employee. I'll be doing more, like, streams and podcasts and stuff. So, like, you'll see an uptick in my... Whatever my title or role or whatever is, what I'm not doing is, like, taking over a management role ever again in my life, probably. Uh, but what I am going to do is be around more often, and, and don't you don't have to worry about, like, what that looks like on the back end. We'll figure all that out. Um, speaking of back ends uh, uh, and figuring stuff out, uh, Pietrick writes in and says, Hi, lovely people. I want to subscribe, but I don't have a credit card. Maybe here in the Netherlands uh, it isn't uh, as needed as in the U.S. I do have PayPal. Uh, for Humble Bundles and stuff, is it possible to subscribe using PayPal? So, I think that you can, but you have to get in sideways. If you go to the to the site, waypointplus.com, with Google Wallet set up, I think using Chrome or using a... or Apple Pay, I think, and you have PayPal connected to either Google Pay or Apple Pay, or Google Wallet or Apple Pay, then you can use PayPal around the way. Um, and so that, and I think even, I think Google Pay may, or Google Wallet may even have a direct to your bank account set up that you could set up. So I, I know that some people did this, people in the chat are saying, I can confirm I did this using Google Pay. Um, so I know some people have done that. I think that that's an important, uh, uh, thing just to shout out because I know some people have questions about that. So I wanted to say that here. We'll have to repeat this on a regular podcast also so that everyone there knows about it, but that's a quick and easy one. So I hope you figured it out, Pietrick. Thank you again for your support. I also know um, what I'm going to change my name to if I move to the Netherlands. Pietrick. That's good. That's fun. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Apologies if I am not. Another Waypoint Plus, you know, uh, nuts and bolts question. Waypoint Plus nuts and bolts, bolts the fan <laughs> loved, the the, the critical uh, uh, darling that didn't really blow up on the Xbox 360. Um, will there be an annual subscription option soon? Uh, I prefer to have... I have to look past the ring light now. My subscriptions be annual, <laughs> even if there's no discount. This would also make gifting subs more appealing, as right now you can only gift one month at a time. I guess one, by the way, you can gift subs now. Waypointplus.com. Um, you, uh, I don't know if, what the timeline is on this. So Rob, I think you... this is kind of a stay tuned question, because one of yeah. the things is, as people probably can tell, this came in hot, and it was sort of very assembled, as we said, sort of assembled in the air. Um, one of the things we're feeling out is both what level of support are we going to arrive at, and then what does a sustainable, healthy Waypoint Plus ecosystem look like for us? And I think once those questions are, once the answers there are a little bit clearer, um, I think the plan is we're going to discuss, like, we're going to codify this a little bit more. Um, we've already codified. Did that come through? <laughs> Did that come was, through? What was that? What? Uh, it's, I'm in the middle of a wild storm now, so if we go down, oh. one of you has to pick up the stream, and I'll call in on my phone. But it's like thunder and lightning in the middle of oh, Queens right now. Oh, it sounded like there was like, maybe like a, some tap dancing happening on the, uh, the, the floor above you. No, that was thunder. Oh, cool. And lightning. So... At Sorry, my, yeah. um, at my, at my daughter, my daughter just had a, a show for her dance class, like a tap dancing yeah. ballet thing. And in the middle of the show, um, a girl, they all still wearing masks, puked into her mask. Um, complete. <laughs> Patrick, why do you always derail these conversations with gross shit? 
The uh, second time. Sorry. All right, continue, Rob. This is being a dad. Rob, continue. Um, yeah, on. so anyway, I think we probably are going to be rolling out an annual subscription thing. That's probably also going to be attended with a slightly maybe built a more built-out description of what Waypoint yeah. Plus is. Because a lot of this was almost like we have to be a little bit vague and like Beth Hedging because we don't know what this is going to be like. Uh, so my guess is stay tuned in the next few months probably we're going to uh, come back with a slightly like more cleaned up uh, buttoned down version of like what the pitch is and that probably comes with here's what a annual sub like here's what we can promise will happen right. in that next year. We didn't launch it because like who knew how it was going to go. We were, we were you know pretty confident that we would be that we would be successful enough for it to be considered a success more or less. Um, but we weren't sure at that point that we knew for a fact that we'd be doing it in a year. And so, like, the idea of selling subscriptions for a year when we weren't sure what that would even look like or if we'd be allowed to do it felt like maybe not the first. It was, it was a put the put the horse before the carriage thing. We got the horse now. We got the carriage. We, we put them there. Now we can talk about how to how to make that thing go a little further. So um, here we go. This one's from JJ, who says, I'm very excited about Waypoint Plus. I subscribed the second you announced it on the pod. I know you're hoping slash planning to bring back old favorites, but I'm wondering. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh-huh. It's like, like that. So I know. Much, also, like, like I, throwing the a boulder hit, down, like, down the stairs. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. But I wonder if there's anything you never got a chance to do uh, and plan on doing for this sub. Uh, and if I can make a request, please do a Waypoint Plus episode about your love of Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. I never get tired of hearing y'all talk about it, even if I often re-listen to old pod episodes just to get a fix. Looking forward to what's coming. JJ. This one's for JJ. That wasn't a good Spider-Man. I was so scared about the thunder and lightning, I couldn't really li- like uh, lean into it. I, 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 Spider-Man I... gets shook when it's like when it's like storming out. Oh, can you like it's probably feel, feel the lightning and thunder coming yeah. constantly? It's like, like turn yeah. this off. I don't. Well, and are his web shooters like traditional Spider-Man with the metal web shooters? Or maybe they're like some sort of. Well, okay. How conductive plastic. is his synthetic webbing? That's the real question. We have to look at some electro issues to find out about that. Yeah, I, don't, I think my guess is it probably isn't super conductive compared to like the buildings he's zipping around on. Yeah, good point. People are noting he's not grounded when he's up in the air. I guess that's true. Yeah. So. That's a great point, too. That's a good point. That's a good point. I bet it's still scary, though. I wouldn't it's cling to the loud. side of, like, a radio antenna if I were him. Like, that seems like... Well, no, because it would still... Stick to gargoyles. Would he just be like a bird on a wire? Where it's like... I think so. It would go through, and it would hit the bottom, right? Man. Electricity. So mysterious. Doesn't <laughs> behave according to rules no that, one... that mortals can understand. Unpredictable. Barely unpredictable. Barely Stay tuned for our science podcast. Yeah, this is one of the things we're going to do that's not... I don't know. Like, what are the things? I think one of the big ones that we've talked about is working with some more guests. Mm-hmm. Um, you just recorded that uh, L.A. Noir Waypoint 101 with Cam Kunzelman. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, and and we just had Dia on for the Near spoiler cast, the Near Replicant one, a few weeks ago. Um, so I think that's one of the things I would toss in the hat there is, like, this gives us the resources to, to you know, bring guests on and, and make sure that that's, like, done the right way. Um, anyone else have anything that's like, also streaming in general is just, I know it's an old thing, but it's also a new thing in the sense that 
I want to stumble into another show as exciting or format as exciting as Breakfast and Battleground was, or as exciting as seeing Patrick go through Mario Maker mornings back in the day, or you know, spooking with scoops. All yeah, it's these, like you know, something beyond just the new game is out. Like let's watch us play it. You know, not not saying that we wouldn't if there was something that really struck us. You right. know, hey, when that like Marvel XCOM game comes out in the fall, like right. I want to see Rob and Austin play that. But yeah, I think you know things like your you know permadeath and Breath of the Wild, like right, those are right. along the lines of, you know, you don't wanna, you don't want to make it so that every stream has to be an event, but like right, you know, moving in the direction of, you know, like if, we're, if I was gonna play Dark Souls with like Austin again, like one, it would be fun to do the like two handed, you know, or the the two two oh, hands one Sekiro, control Sekiro again, yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. I've, I've never played with the Dark Souls randomizer, like I think that would yeah. be fun. You know, that's something yeah. in that vein. So. Also, like, yeah, like, if people have ideas, you know, like, that's the kind of thing where, you know, like, throw them at us, if you, especially if you're thinking of things in in that vein, um, as we try to start to brainstorm, which is also, yeah. like, what this summer was supposed to be, which is, like, this thing being more successful than we expected <laughs> almost feels like, ah, shit, like, come on, you know, we, we, I thought we had, like, 60 days to, like, mess around, and we still do that, yeah. and if anything, yeah. it makes us more comfortable to do that messing around, given that now we have a foundation to do it, but, like, that's... Part of what this summer is and before, like, an annual sub is, like, what are we excited to do? Like, can we find a way to do, like, a remote, like, hot mic mornings? You know, I like, would I love to do like, hot mic mornings again. Right, like, I you, really and, I, you and I got real hot talking about, like, a, like a version of that. Which is like, it would well, be good. Still, like, how do you do it? You know, what's the setup? What, what is the frequency? I don't know. So, like, that's that's yeah. the part um, that we're still figuring, figuring Dragon's out. Dragon's Dogma to Doomsday's Patrick, I meant to tell you. I'm back in the end game. I'm in the post game. Yeah, I saw. I saw Sogma. you posted this tweet, uh, dude. That game is oh, so saw, good. I saw the follow up, which is complaining about like Twitter compression. Um, yeah, that yeah, was really because you posted a dark really video. But yeah, you know, you know uh, that to... that I don't know how much of that post game you remember, or like how much the world changes after you fight the dragon, and then you like get back in the world, and there's that like post game dungeon that unlocks. Yeah, I didn't you... do any of that. But you had to have because I know oh. you. Or did you only did you only watch the true ending? No, of that game? I, I must have done it then. I mean, you must so, have done it. Yeah, no, it's I, been I so long. But yeah, the world state changes. New enemies get added everywhere, and then you get this post game dungeon that's like wild. All new enemies in there, and then you get the stuff that's like the true mind fuck ending. We should talk about it at some point somewhere. Yeah. We should. Can we, we should do a Dragon's Dogma spoiler cast where we just talk about our vague memories of Dragon's Dogma. Well, I, I just replayed most of I it, know, so it's fresh. It's fresh. Uh, I didn't actually replay most of it. I played half of it last year, and I just picked that save up, and normally when I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood to play some Dragon's Dogma, I just start the game over. And this time I was like, I know how the first half of this game goes so well. I've done that four or five times now. Let me just play it through, and it's oh, it's so good. Uh, anyway. Shout outs to Polygon who uh, just raided the the stream with a oh, couple hundred people. Thank you to Polygon. Thank you, Polygon. Shout outs. So many cool cool people over there. Um, we got another one here, Daniel from Orlando. Congrats on getting to do more cool stuff. Easiest subscription decision I've ever made in a long time. You may have answered this already, but will we get archived somewhere besides Twitch? And the real question: Monster Rancher pioneered generating monsters from CDs, and I admit yes. I may have purchased some albums specifically because of the unique creatures they unlock. You and these me both. days, yeah, these days CDs and even disc drives are few and far between. So, what would you want to see a new Monster Rancher or spiritual successor use to generate monsters for you? Feasibility or limitations of reality need not be considered. Praise collective action, Daniel from Orlando. Yes, we're getting um, archives on YouTube, presumably. Rob, is that true? Uh, yeah, I think actually one might be going up right now. 
Oh, um, sick. From, like, so the, the short answer is, yeah, absolutely. Like, we're going to yeah. have a smoother pipeline uh, on the YouTube. And again, this is an example of, like, there are just frictions to what we were dealing with before that will make zero sense to you, but were absolutely real. One of them was uh-huh. anything we did on Twitch required, like, conversations with other people to move the archive onto YouTube, or it required, yeah. like, Kato time, which was a precious commodity. Because I he was remember split the forms I things. used to have to fill out Dude. to upload a video. Dude. My brain is. My brain is actually like experiencing trauma thinking about you blacked this out. You'd forgot yes. you had not let yourself. There was a period to upload this. a video yeah, that I had to get like approval, like just just hey, I streamed Spelunky, and, and then there's you know a, a ninety minutes of work just bruh. to like beyond uploading the video. Yeah, we had to get. Remember, like I, we've told, we've now talked about the launch of this website and that like. The point at which lawyers wanted us to get specific. <laughs> Have we told? We've told that story. Yeah, I feel probably. like we told Bert, like, like okay. you're getting Sony to to, to approve us to... playing Sony games. Look, there yeah. was a guy uh-huh. to go to Nintendo and get an open-ended uh, license to use any Nintendo characters uh, for anything in perpetuity on Vice content. <laughs> right. That's the um, thing is, it wasn't just it wasn't just. Can you send them this letter that says sign off on use for this one stream? Really, it was like. The real ass full in perpetuity in any like basically give us a Mario. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's not gonna work. We'll license well, Mario gonna... back to you. Like, we're not saying only we can use Mario, but we are saying yeah. we can use Mario. Uh, yeah. and I think there were two there were two instances. One, I went to and each of these like I was tasked with doing a lot of this stuff while Austin was doing a lot of like the planning yes. in New York, yes. and so I was handling like, hey, I know all these PR people, like I'll try and run legal through this. And I'm so I would like I would talk to PR people ahead of sending – I would call them and be like, hey, I'm going to send you a weird email, and I need to explain why I'm sending that, and then let's try and go go from there. And then I would send the email. Um, I, believe, I believe it was like Namco replied saying, you should just listen and trust Patrick. He's been doing this a long time. This is like with legal CC'd on the emails, just like, why are we having this conversation? Just listen to him. And I think, I think Sony or Square – I think it was Sony um, – more or less said uh, – if you want to do this, you really want me to go to our Japanese lawyer. If you want me to do this, they are going to say no. Do you want? Do you want me to do this? And it's like Billy Bob got... Thornton in, in Fargo, like talking to Colin Hanks, right? Where it's like, do you really want to go down this road? Do you really want to do this? Yeah, and we and we didn't. Uh, we eventually got enough companies to say yes. To, that, to say that, that yeah, that things now, things turned around. I will for say, us. like the company used to be way more, uh, I guess, like fractured is the way I put it. Like also yes, just way smoother yes. now to Hashtag talk to people on YouTube advice. and the YouTube team and be like, hey, can this just go through? But like, just this makes it easier to say, like, hey, Waypoint content is worth spending your time on. Whereas, like in yes. 2017, the vibe was frequently uh, Waypoint again with this shit, and like that <laughs> right. was kind of. Felt like real there. talk go look at what our numbers are on youtube they're not incredible numbers they're not and so you have to imagine if you have a youtube team and they're going to put up a video that's a 12 minute long documentary about sneakers on device or you know youtube.com slash device that's going to get 1.5 million views or something or they're going to put up a tactical tuesdays video that maybe hits 10k why would they do that and the answer now is some percentage of that 10K is, is spending money every month, and that makes it more valuable than a 30-second ad uh, ahead of time. Um, 
I I got <laughs> yeah, two important ones here from from uh, vehemently in the chat, uh, who is one of our great mods. One, hey, with Waypoint Plus, will y'all finally be able to afford to make your own VTubers? You know, I'll have to put it in the in the maybe pile. We'll have to see that? what that number looks like. It's we have friends who do VTubers. We could talk to people about it. Patrick, I want you to have a VTuber so bad. I feel like you have the energy for it. I well, I I, I look back at my uh, my experience of trying out as a voice uh, over. Um, actor, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, various mm-hmm. streams. I, I feel I'm ready for it. I'm ready to take it to the next level. If I'm going to play Spelunky Two on a stream, it can't be me anymore. I need I need to shake it up. I really want I really want to stream with you as a VTuber crossing over with Danica's VTuber. <laughs> so bad, so so bad. Um, I have another one for vehemently here. Speaking of speaking of, of previous uh, folks who worked here, vehemently asked um, uh, whether or not we would potentially see some Natalie Watson uh, on Waypoint Plus stuff. A thing that I would say is like I super want that to happen. I think all of us do. Obviously, we work with Natalie. Rob and I work with Natalie on a more civilized age at this point. Um, uh, but Natalie also has a full time job uh, where where if you don't know that she's she's been working with Sam Barlow on the new Half Mermaid game, um, uh, and so it's it's about her availability. Honestly, you know we would love to to bring her on for guest podcasts and and streams and all that stuff if she's available. It is an open invitation for for Natalie all the time. Um, likewise, you know it's it. When you're here, your family. That's that's what we always say. P- everybody gets pizza. Is that what I said? Is that what the the Waypoint Plus motto is? I came up with the other day. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. As you're wearing There's an ice no, cream party, hashtag no promises. Uh, shirt. I am wearing an ice cream party shirt. You're right. It's I had ice, I had some ice cream for lunch after, after yes. lunch. So ooh, look at you. Uh, speaking of when you're here, uh, your family. LP writes in. I've noticed a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people conversation around Waypoint Plus uh, content has focused on Kato, Patrick, and Rob. Uh, obviously, folks like Emmanuel, Jason, and Gita are motherboard. Sorry, I'm still looking around this ring light, folks. But can we expect to see them in any regularity, or does Waypoint mean Waypoint here? Day one community member excited for this new moment for the site. Uh, cheers, LP. So, I think the answer is yeah. You're gonna see people more regularly, and that's gonna work across a couple uh, axes. For one thing, we used to do. We used to cast a wider net over on yeah. Waypoint into other issues of culture and news and just conversations that people who work here were interested in having. Um, and that was probably like that format was would have been easier to have people from like motherboard come and join in those conversations like waypoints is a ready-made uh like motherboard uh format um so i i think the the answer is absolutely like we're going to have more opportunities to work with more of our friends at motherboard and get them on both on topics they're passionate about and also bring them into our weirdness um, so, you know, you already got a little taste of that, I think, uh, with Gita and Emily were doing a Sims podcast earlier this week. If you haven't, like, even if you're not into the Sims, like, it's a good mm-hmm. listen. You should it's check it out. It's a great conversation. Yeah. Um, and like, hopefully we're going to be, and I hope we get some, yeah, I was gonna say, I hope we get some streams also. Yeah. Um, and Jason and Emmanuel are, are beating down our door to be allowed to play Warzone, uh, together. Patrick has set some really stringent preconditions. Around oh, that. oh, I came up. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tease oh, it? Oh, right. Yes. No, 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 no. No. That's all. Yeah, no. Let's not tease it. It's Are too funny. To I want a game. Okay, well, now it's been teased. But, yeah, uh... so I think the, the way I would just say is, like, um, Motherboard remains a really serious and quality news site that has both different objectives and different incentives. 
and they're going to continue doing their thing. But also, they're full of really cool, smart people that we really like to work with. And we're going to find more opportunities to collaborate there as well. Totally. Uh, two quick more ones from the, the chat. Uh, uh, Halawala asks, basically, is Kato going to get to spend more time dedicated to Waypoint now with the extra funds? Or are you going to hire another producer? Uh, what is the kind of distribution of work on the production side? Yeah, Kato is full, full-time on Waypoint now. Kato is, is actually Kato's on vacation right now, this second, thank God. <laughs> Waypoint Kato's plus took a off a Kato's Hell of a start, Kato! I'm out of here! Kato said, I'm, I'm taking off too. <laughs> Peace! I need um, to go play Sonic Colors. Waypoint Plus, and we launched <laughs> we Kato us. into the Appalachian somewhere. Uh, he is currently playing on a Wii. Um, yes. He's playing the latest hits on the Nintendo Wii. Sonic Colors, uh, Wii Bowling, having a great time. Shout out to Kato. Uh, love you, Kato. Um, uh, we also got one from Yabo here. He says, why did you choose to do the Disney Plus, Apple Plus naming convention? Discovery Plus, etc. I think it just flows well. I like Waypoint Plus, as uh, Danny O'Dwyer over on the Bombcast pointed out this Shit, week. There's an alliteration to it. Uh, that's, that's good. It's preferable to other potential things we could have, we could have had, like, uh, way, waypoint, uh, there's a uh, document somewhere. Complete. Yeah, there yeah. is probably a document somewhere. We threw out a bunch of names. This was the one, this was the big, I, you know, part of it is that is Slate Plus drilled in our heads from years of being disaffected Slate listeners. <laughs> Thank um, what a- <laughs> We should, with a Waypoint Plus podcast, we're going to start listening to the Slate uh, Political Gab Fest again and then just having a reaction cast. Yeah, that, oh, that, no, that's content. A lot, of, a lot of suggestions in the chat here. Waypoint Prime, Super Waypoint, uh, uh, Quest Marker from Vehemently, uh, Way More Carrot Point. Yeah, okay, now we're talking. Waypoint Unlimited Pasta Pass. Shit, we got to burn you know it down what? already. Start over, run it back. New Waypoint, Waypoint Pro Gaiden. is good. It's funny that uh, someone says Waypoint Gaiden because I, I, was, I was just in a conversation with someone about whether or not people know what Gaiden means or not, um, uh, and, and whether or not enough people know that to, to be able to use it. And also, like, you can't just use Gaiden. Gaiden, it, like, it's a little, like, on that, that, like, we're just using a Japanese word because it's cool yeah it's a little like you know in the it's kotaku gama sutra where it's like yes do we want to name these things this anymore yeah are we Uh, past it well for the seo we're stuck with kotaku although gama sutra is gama's gonna change sometime soon i hope i found found some all right found the names what do we got okay oh thank you thank you jason oh my god wait did jason link it to you yeah he he linked me screenshots here on on okay Topic so far. So, oh, here's the origin. Here's the fucking origin. Top pick yeah. so far. Can only imagine yeah. who wrote this. Way parenthesis more close parenthesis point. Just in case yeah. you were confused. Dash in parenthesis or above with a carrot. Yeah, that is the that is the suggestion that launched These a bad. thousand bad treatments of the branding. You want to go through these one by one? Do you want to just talk? So you got way more point. Next up, Waypoint Expansion Pack. Mm-hmm. Don't love it. Patrick, you want to hit the next one? Let's go uh, around in a circle way, here. Waypoint one up. Huh. They can't use can't that use one. That. I don't know. Does <laughs> <laughs> even know they own that? Oh, oh, rough. Uh, what else do we got here? We got Waypoint way, uh, Campaign Rob. Mode. So, I mean, we're it's like a subscription campaign. Yeah, I like the subhead "other thinking" a lot. 
Waypoint Endless mode. I kind of get where that's coming from. Waypoint yeah. Endless, you know. Isn't that that's the name of the giant bombs thing, right? The like the station that runs. Oh, it's giant bomb infinite. That's infinite. infinite. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, Waypoint Horde mode, but crucially, <laughs> it's horde like a dragon's horde. Right, I see. That, Not like a horde of enemies. Oh no, we're in the Rob suggestion area. Oh yeah, this need, is yours. We don't this need next to read one? these. Waypoint oh, capital know, management. Uh huh. Was that was yours? Yeah. <laughs> Paypoint. Paypoint. <laughs> Waypoint lossless. Lossless is kind of fun. That is good. I like lossless. Paypoint. Lossless is good for just like if if I was doing a music blog, lossless would be a good one. Uh, Waypoint sustainable content farm. Uh huh. <laughs> good. Waypoint level up. Mm-mm. Waypoint sandbox. Sandbox would be a good like like show. Wait, are you not going to read this one, yeah. you coward? Which one? Sub for Waypoint. Ah, sub for Waypoint. I missed sub for Waypoint. Huh. I mean, you know, that's Waypoint Boss level. And then we're out waypoint of God like, mode. This is, we're, these, these, these are, are back to... I'm glad that you're taking credit for sub for Waypoint. Yeah, just, I'm just happy. throwing that's... other people under the, bu- under the bus. I didn't contribute yeah. any, to any of these names. I don't think, I, yeah, I don't think any of these are mine. Waypoint plus one modifier, something from like D&D World, it says here. I think plus one is kind of... I kind of get it. A waypoint end user. <laughs> Listen, Genshin Impact just released a character named Eula. Why can't we? I think waypoint I think XP. The, yeah, the, the two point cracked us up at its, at a certain point because when we actually tried to figure out well, what, what like version of this, if you, if the version is what yeah. you are measured against by your like superiors and executives, point seven or something. Yeah, I don't, really? Who knows? Waypoint Vista. Uh, waypoint Elite. <laughs> One three three seven waypoint beta. I like that one. That one's very funny because it suggests that we've always been we've been in alpha up until now for the last five years. Or we've regressed, like or we've regressed. Actually, right. we're like rewriting right. the code, and yeah, so we're, exactly. we're going into beta. Two point which you said playthrough. There's a mushroom emoji. The emoji here. ones. Mushroom what emoji. Were thinking that, like what? I don't know. Sometimes you just say things. Waypoint sub zero emoji. You know? Naming things is an embarrassing, soul searching. Like having it's been involved hard. in a number of them. Like, a it's number not, of them. And you have to put yourself out there. Like this is this doesn't sound yes. good. Yes. But maybe if we say it enough things. times, the the mouth feel will pass there. legal muster. Yes. Waypoint infinite, party point, waypoint side quest. I don't mind side quest. Bonus points waypoint not bad either. Split screen, that's already a yep. thing also. Second wave. Second wave is kind of fun. Pro point, but prop oint also, and that's, hmm. Loot box, bonus point, double jump. We almost, jump was one of the things we almost named the site. That's Wasn't true. That one, we got actually like like logo treatments for jump. We got right? logo. I want to say we got logo treatments for the jump because someone at Vice had once run owned a magazine called the Jump. So and it was that, legally that, clear. So it was legally clear for us. Yeah. Open world and replay. Open you world know. was the uh, that was the name of a podcast for a brief period of time. At some point that I tried to get off the ground after talking huh. to Robert Ashley, I was like, oh. someone should just like you know bring back. You're not going to bring back your podcast. Like it's not right. happening. Right. Uh, Are we sure? I was thinking of trying to do something like that. Got as far as like doing interviews for like a test first episode, interviewed an yeah. editor, but then I just never got beyond that. I just ran out of time. Yeah. Kyle writes in to say, any chance of a new Lore Reasons series? Uh, as mentioned, as mentioned, we would love to do that with Natalie specifically. It's hard to imagine Lore Reasons without Natalie, mm-hmm. though there are other types of deep dives that I think we would be willing to do. Uh, and so stay tuned. We'll figure something out. You know, I feel like 
it's it's in the play box. It's in the sandbox. You know, yeah, it's in the I, I, yeah. I think like specifically like lore reasons means like a certain group of people doing right. a certain thing. And so right. if we were ever to say lore reasons, we would want it to mean what that thing is. Um, but the idea of like doing mythology lore deep dives, like I was, you know, I was telling Austin and Rob, I'm, I, I have an idea of something that I would like to do as like a long term project that was like lore reasons adjacent so right um, i'm excited to know what the hell that is and this one in from one dia uh it's a bunch of horse and fire emojis Mm -hmm. and also the also some flag there's a lot happening in this email but i think what it really is saying is when are we getting waypoint plus swag i want sick vinyl stickers and dope hoodie sure i hope we get merch merch is on the list merch is on the list our color would be yeah. a really fucking cool hoodie and and a shirt. Yeah, that would stand out. I agree. I How agree often do you see this. that color on on clothing? Very rarely. I think. Can't we, I think there's any reasons for that. Because it's too powerful. Might yeah. be too Is that powerful. Mm, sounds I'm, fake. I'm, you should... know what? I'm ready. I'm ready for. I that mean, power. look. If we make like if we get if there's like a velour jumpsuit like waypoint color thing like I'm there like. Absolutely. Hook me up. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh... Next question. This one's, we get this some one's salad, serious. Some salad dressing holder. Maybe Rob will get on, on board with merch if we can. <laughs> Look, like, you it, have one bad tumblers. I think we could get, yeah, some good, some good. What about just glassware in general? Or what, what about some glassware in general? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, while I love what you all have planned for Waypoint Plus, some part of me is worried that making more podcasts and doing more stream, streams will take a lot of time and put pressure on you all to do more work for the same pay. But Austin and Patrick have talked in the past about how demanding the job is already without the extra pressure of sustaining a DTC model. That's direct to consumer. Uh, given that you all have been great labor advocates in the past, I want to wanted to give you a chance to talk about the balance and hope that balance and hopefully tell us that everyone involved is remembering to say fuck capitalism along the way as needed hugs, Adam. Uh, I think this is super important and is has been, you know, one of the big things I've said again and again <laughs> during this whole process for me to advocate for myself is like, if I'm doing this, a thing I need to get access to is vacation time. Because right now, that's not really a thing that's worked into the way my contract is set up. That is being dealt with. Like, that is 100% being dealt with. And the reason it wasn't dealt with before is not because someone was trying to fuck me over. It's because of America's bad healthcare laws and the ways in which healthcare is offered to contract workers in the role that I'm in. It's being dealt with. So that's like an example of how serious that is for us. Um, I think one of the biggest things, and again, Rob and Patrick, you can speak to it, is making sure that in this transition, we don't try to all do two jobs at once. I'm pretty determined not to end up blogging again, (laughs) for instance. Um, uh, And so that means I won't be taking on that extra job. 
But for you two, it's like, how do you make this transition to where you're not trying to play two sports at once, so to speak? You know? Patrick? Oh, I can go. I thought I saw, Rob, you, your mouth started to... Rob well, no, look. I was thinking... Because I... Patrick's the one who's actually good at this. Like, I am very it's much true. a do-as-I-say-not-as-I... Like, I try. I do. But, like, also, I think track record in terms of, like, work-life balance... I think Patrick has probably been the most successful here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I've I've pretty strict rules for for myself, and I was lucky enough when Waypoint came along that I had. Not that Austin wouldn't have like respected those boundaries, but I was far enough along in my career to be like, hey, I'm about to have a kid. I'm going to work nine to five ish. Like, yep. I, I'm going to break that stuff occasionally. You know, I'm going to play game. You know, I'm not going to include the bucket of I play games, which is technically overtime, but will go unpaid for you know all of my career. That's part of it. I think with this is, I like for example for me, like I don't know what that balance is quite yet because I need to figure out like what do I want to do? How much are we doing it? Um, who wants to be part of what? Like those are again that's part of like the the summer of totally. Point Plus is figuring out what those things are. Like if I come up with a cool video series uh is like okay well is that part of like the two streams we're already doing but then pat is patrick doing a third one um what does that mean in terms of the reporting that like i'm a reporter at heart like i i like writing one of the reasons i like left giant bomb was because i got away from writing and reporting and i like, just really missed it and so when i was by myself doing like solo video content before giant bomb moved into a model where they figured out how to do more things remote. It was like kind of just me and Alex Navarro, like figuring that out on our own with Vinny helping us. Um, I just kind of got to a point where I was like, I think I just going to go work with a bunch of writers and reporters and get back to my craft. Like, I don't want to lose that, but there's also worlds where like, how do I do stuff like that in like a different format? Like how, you know, how can I do things where I'm interviewing people doing interesting things? And maybe that is a stream somehow. Like, I I don't know, but like, I'm excited. Like I've always been of the mind that there are ways to take like my original skill set of like finding interesting stories and finding a way to present them while recognizing people are reading them or like kind of you know whether it's listening you know watching like i'm just using reading as like a shorthand like discovering those in different formats and so like that's the exciting challenge for me is like oh this opens the door for me to see what like what my reporting skills and interests are in a different format like that's the exciting part for me and so i guess i'll be doing i'm now remembering all sorts of ideas we've had over the years about that patrick right we just couldn't do because we couldn't we couldn't Sometimes you have to you have to slow down in some ways to spend the time to develop a new idea, and we just could never do that. And so hopefully, yeah, some of that stuff gets gets built out. And, and again, sure. also, like, and, and as at a base level thing, um, like our, our the, the metrics of which are like like base level salaries are judged is different. Yeah. And so I can I can like step away from the sort of like I don't do that much blogging anyway. I write, write mostly yeah. features, um, and so that but games writing that uh, occurs on Motherboard and Waypoint isn't going to disappear. That's going to be, like, something where, like, Emmanuel Myberg is overseeing a lot of that. But me and Rob are still, in, like, involved, overseeing. We're not necessarily, like, you know, crossing every T, dotting every I, but we're, we're trusting folks that we trust to to do that work And while we're kind of off doing this. But I guess the short answer is, I don't know, a lot of it's a lot of it's up in the air, but we expect the audience will also help keep us honest because that's part yeah. of the reason we talk about it um, with you. So the thing I would add to this is I have gotten this wrong so many times that I think only now am I getting good at getting it right. Um, And this is a separate issue, but I think like 
something that really helped was that when Austin, you and I were discussing, like, hey, do we want to do, like, this uh, More Civilized Age with, uh, you know, Natalie and Allie, all of us came in and had real, like, brass-tass conversations about, like, we'd all gotten yep. this wrong in the past, and we were all, like, never again. And we stuck to that. Never again. Like, we, like, drew some firm lines, and I think that was good practice for what we're bringing here, where it's, like, it is so easy to get on this treadmill of, one, all the ideas we have, we want to do. Like, there's so many, like, the the thing about an ice cream party is that you want to eat all that ice cream, but you shouldn't. <laughs> and, like, all these ideas sound really enticing, and it's really easy to, like, have an idea of, like, oh, we'll come into this and come into that, and, you know, oh, we'll add tears. There's a very, like, why doesn't Waypoint Plus have tears right now? And maybe right. never will have tears. Because all of us have had that moment of, like, there's too many value adds you we're offering. Yourself. And it's, like, all these things that sounded manageable when you're considering them individually add up to just wall-to-wall workload, and the yep. fun leeches out of it. And suddenly you are phoning it in. And maybe you're good enough that, like, people can't tell, but you know. And you know yeah. how spent you are on the other side of it. So I think one of the ways that we've approached this is just, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, it would have been nice to have figured all this stuff out ten years ago. Um, but I think we're all at a place where it's way easier to have that, like, project manager voice and that realistic voice and that responsible voice to be like, hey... You can't do all these things that sound, like, moderately cool. And it, even if you did, you wouldn't enjoy them. You would ruin them for yourself if you did them. And so totally. I think, like, how are, we, how are we keeping ourselves honest here? It's because we haven't in the past. It's gone bad. And uh, I think only now we figured out how to avoid that. Totally. Um, really quick, shout out to Adam Conover in the chat, and I wanted to say people should go listen to the episode, I mean, they should go listen to Factually anyway, but the Factually episode on NFT art with Everest Pipkin, who's written a really great post uh, a few months ago about uh, NFT art and NFTs and answering all of the questions about why you should be uh, a little skeptical about those, go listen to that episode, it's a really fantastic episode. Um, absolutely, absolutely fuck an NFT. To are they, are they done? Are NFTs chat. done? Are they no, done? No, they're not. I they're follow not? like I follow some artists who still are like on that on but that. But I heard train, the market like and completely it's like, shit. That doesn't mean people have stopped advertising them in my feed. Mm. Uh, unfortunately. Um. All right. I'm gonna keep moving. It's time for some E3 questions. <gasps> You'll see. I've added questions about E3 just to clarify. This one question, from who art. is running the E3 social account? And good question. What's wrong with them? And what's wrong? Yeah. Uh huh. This is Art uh, Martinez Table, Friends of the Table's own. What you're meaning to tell me? E3 hasn't started all, already. There have been. We've gotten some uh, some E3 ish. We've got. We're in the pre E3 phase. Trailers are dropping. Right. You yep. know. We're getting some some leaks. We're in the leak phase of E3 at this point. Yeah, you've got um, you got uh, Microsoft accidentally um, putting in the back end of Steam release dates for uh, Psychonauts two right before they formally announce its actual release date. You know, it seems like late August. And yeah, that's funny. We'll see. Uh, are y'all going to talk over the conferences? What does your E three coverage look like? Summer Games Fest stuff, Tabitha. Also, some nice words that I didn't read, but you know, instant subscriber can't wait to see the full treatment. Content, not treatment, content. <laughs> I can't see it through the ring light. So, I think at first we were like, there's barely going to be any at. E3. And there's going to be slightly more E3 than we thought, than we feared. So we'll be doing some of that stuff. 
Um, we already, you know what? I think E3 kicked off yesterday when Rob Zachney, Vinny Caravella, and I talked over the Warhammer Skulls uh, showcase, looking at all 57 of the new Warhammer games coming out in the next year. So that's that's the beginning of E3 to me, baby. The E3 season, at least. But yeah, there's a lot, of, lot more stuff than maybe we thought there was going to be, Rob. Yeah, I mean, for one thing, there's 50 Warhammer games. I don't know what else the game industry can possibly hold for us. Uh, well, we'll find out. Um, we are going to talk over conferences. Rob and Patrick are coming in next week. Yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll be here, twitch.tv slash waypoint. Um, we will be talking over conferences, talking about any demos we've had this week. Uh, I know I'm scheduled to see one game this coming week. We have a studio uh, book. Patrick, you're We seeing. may not have furniture for that studio, but by God, we have the space. I, there's I did a camera this, and there'll be people. There will be, yeah, there's a camera, there will be people. And then if we have to put out um, to the Waypoint, uh, we'll send a message to the Waypoint Plus subscribers. Anyone got a couch? Can I bring a couch through to the studio real quick? You're not allowed in because of COVID precautions. <laughs> Just leave it out leave front. The couch. We'll pick it up. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, we're going to have some, some friends, you know, swing through a couple times, probably. We're going to have some folks from the motherboard team, uh, come through, play some games. Like, that's the thing is like, if there's a lot of downtime, we're going to fill that downtime with goofing off, playing games, taking questions, etc. Yeah. And it'll be like mostly, right? da- mostly daytime streams. Yeah. You know, we're not going to do any late in the night shit. No, yeah. Nothing two in the morning, you know, you know, you know, I can see his famous last out. words though. Yeah. Right? I can see his, you know, that I can see his bending that, but. Yeah, well, but the general <laughs> idea is that we're streaming in the morning so that we can all, like, yeah. go get dinner, hang out, catch up after not seeing each other in person for, for a long time, and that's kind of also what this uh, getting together is about. But, I mean, also, like, you know, that's also the nice part about Waypoint Plus is it will probably mean that we have the, like, budget to get together, like, a lot more frequently now that, you know, yeah. we're vaccinated and can, can figure out those plans a little more often. Exactly. Uh, Heater Hand says, somebody better make sure that Danica has enough data on her phone. I think being out of the vice office means our internet will be okay. I hope. Also, somebody, Austin, sleep in the evening? Too Listen, true. Too much truth true. that. Too true. Uh, here we go. TJ writes in, when will we get another Rob grocery haul? Waypoint forever. Not this time around, because I don't think, we didn't book the kitchen. We could have booked the kitchen. That's true. We didn't book um, the kitchen. Damn, we should have booked the kitchen. Fuck. I bet it's open. I mean, who's going to stop? It's the weekend. It's the weekend. <laughs> like, we're just going to... It's the freaking weekend. Yeah. Let's, like, can Munchie stop us? Should... I don't think so. Can No, but it might cost us a lot of money to book that kitchen. If I remember right, the Munchie's kitchen is a weird Oh, I wonder if there's thing. different it's insurance like... shit with it, where it's, like, just yeah, operating like a... it. Yeah. Yeah, that would and make sense. And it's tied to other brands and stuff. But did, my understanding is, like, there's not a lot of people in the office, and we have a lot of space. That's like, we're talking saying. about what's that second set. That's if there I'm was saying. a second set, is it like a little kitchen area? Just go get the little kitchen area. Prepare some cocktails, what? make some, you know, whatever. Like, you know, what, what, what is it? What about the non-Munchies kitchen? What about the regular kitchen? Can we just plug in a toaster oven and we can see what you can do with it? I could get like one, a little induction cooktop. <laughs> um, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, get a get a hot plate and uh, a little pot. Heat up some water. You got a stew going. <laughs> a little hot plate stew. You ain't live. We'll have son. a camera was, on the stew while yeah. it's being made. Someone says kettle roasted chicken. We could try to incredible kettle. No, we're not doing. Because everybody gets food poisoning on the first day of fake E3. Oh God! Stew cam, stew cam, stew cam. 
God. A uh, real important one here uh, from some somniferous gamer. Hey, Austin, Griftlands just launched on Switch. That's incredible. I love Griftlands. I saw that it had la- come out of early access this week. I did not know it was coming to Switch this week. I should check my email. Do you, th- see if do they you think I will like that game? Uh, I think you'll. I think th- it's more narrative driven, a... right? Which is sort it of my is. issue with like the Slays of the Spires world. It's like I, I don't. The, the... It's still run based, but it is narrative based in a way that I think the world and character design and stuff will bring you in a little bit. Yeah, like I need the hook. You'll think like, it's cool at okay. least. All right. Yeah, there's three different out. characters. Those characters are all cool. The, the world is is sick. I'm excited to I'm excited to go download that immediately after this podcast. <laughs> um, next one here, Justin writes in. Tell me, Waypoint Crew, with E3 rumors wafting through the air, what has been more or less confirmed to be true, and what do you feel is pure speculation? How much more does the gaming press tend to actually know about what's fact and what's fiction before the rest of us? Would revealing what you know be akin to reviewing a game before the embargo is up? How does that work? Excited to check out Waypoint Plus, Justin. Uh, I know a lot, and I often tell Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A you lot hear of, things. You yeah, know? like I know, you know, uh, yeah, like I, I've heard a lot about a, a number of games that I think people are going to be really excited about. But I, you know, like personally, like I'm not... I'm super interested in the like breaking game is coming yeah. out business. I, I got nothing against. Well, I got sometimes something against like people just breaking that stuff for the sake of breaking it. I but that's just not sort of my uh, uh, cup of tea in terms of the the time and energy I spend in, on reporting. But I don't know. I, I don't think it's akin to reviewing a game before the embargo is up. Like oftentimes, like for example, you know, when, doing our E3 planning, we have like a group chat. And every time mm-hmm. I'm hearing something, I'm sort of telling that group chat uh, because that's, like, giving us a shape of, like, how much focus should we put on a thing? Like, is this something we really need to be excited about and want to talk about? Because I've right. heard, you know, X game, you know, I had heard the Guardians of the Galaxy game was going to be there before they announced that. So at least that gave us a sense of, like, uh, the Square thing. So, um, Or did that leak today? I, or did you people... just leak that? No, no, no. That, uh, the... The uh, the the legal firm Grub and Schreier already. Ah, uh, uh, I see. I see. I got gotcha. on that yeah. when uh-huh. the, the square uh, teaser uh, <laughs> went out. So I'm just I'm just you know chasing Fuck. their coattails on that. Um, right. But um, I don't. I would say for the mo- I would say most people who have been in the industry for a long time know more than they are telling, but yes. probably less than you think. A good example of this is another thing is information changes. So I think about that Superman game leak that people for years, there was a rumor that there was definitely a Superman game coming. And that was sort of true, right? Because it ended up being a game about killing Superman, which ended up being Suicide Squad, right? Also, maybe there, um, maybe they did prototype maybe there was. a, maybe a, there su- were a Superman game. Exactly. And, yeah. That's exactly the thing. It's like, was there at some point a playable, a first playable of a Superman game? And they decided it didn't work and they went a different direction. Who could say? Um, that stuff gets out there and it changes over time. And also, sources have different places in the industry. Sometimes you catch someone who is like in the middle of two different companies. Sometimes you have someone who works very closely with one single company. And so, you know, sourcing can be weird. Uh, you, there's a little bit of like, you're in Plato's cave and reading the shadows on the wall. And it's, it's hard to know um, from the outside outside what's true and what's speculation sometimes. For instance, there was that Nintendo Switch Pro, uh, uh, you know, rumor all week uh, that that was going to drop. I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, is do I believe Nintendo was working on a new Switch model? I do believe that. 
was I skeptical when I saw someone say that they were going to put it up for pre-orders at midnight EST, uh, or at mid just at midnight. There was not even a time zone announced for it uh, last night. Yes, I was skeptical of that. That at two p.m. in Japan on a Friday on a Thursday night or Thursday midnight in the U.S., they would just go right to pre-orders without it being attached to some sort of announce video. You know. Um, that not not the case. You know what I mean? So you, you get to you get to feel it out a little bit. Shout out to Natalie Watson in the chat who says Waypoint Forever. Oh, thank um, you, Natalie. Here we go. Hello, Waypoint crew. Are there any games you're hoping against all hope that we get to see from E3 this year that might still have or that might have a surprise 2021 release? Elden Ring is the obvious one. For me, it's Hollow Knight Silk Song. Why won't they give us anything on this game? They already said anyway, it's not going to be E3. Did they just say that? They straight up said it's say just not going to be there. Sorry. Oh, oh, Silk Song, Silk Song. Yes, I was going to. The, the reason oh, Elden I Ring. This no, question, I, I'm, 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 I'm. Austin and I are reading Elden like Ring forum pills. threads yeah, and like, uh-huh. yes. like being like this insider. Someone if you filed this 450 page thread. Yes, this insider, which I trust. Shout out to Omni. Other ones. Uh, yeah, exactly. Listen, there are insiders you trust and insiders you don't trust. Yeah. That inside, some insiders have, have good have good records. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 is the, obviously the one that I would love to see and then have a 2021 release. I'm not confident of that in any way. I don't believe it'll be 2021. If I had to guess, speculation, mm-hmm. it would be it would come out in the same window that Breath of the Wild 1 came out, which is late winter 2022, right? Like February, March, somewhere in there. Um, if And that's if it's on track, right? We might get the classic Nintendo... We're sorry, we still don't have anything else to say about Breath of the Wild 2. We hope you're excited for Skyward Sword Remaster, even though we're making you buy Amiibos to get access to fast travel, which, by the way, that fucking sucks. Yep. Um, excuse me. I mean, um, I would, one, so, thing, yeah. one thing I would say that, I, like, from when I've talked to folks that are for, like familiar with like Nintendo's sort of like thinking on things, is they, I think most people, because this is how like Microsoft and Sony traditionally operate, is that, oh, like... New th- like Switch Pro comes out this fall. Yeah. Thus, we need really big game tied to it to to push this hardware with yes. a big piece of software. It's just how the industry has operated um, historically. Um, Nintendo doesn't is not they have thought that way in the past. They don't think that way with the Switch anymore. Which is not you know I'm not saying oh that rules out like Breath of the Wild two coming in the fall. If that was just the plan, that's just the plan it lined up. But I don't think that Nintendo operates on the philosophy with the Switch, especially that it needs to tie those things together because you know right. what they're right about. It's going to sell just fine regardless. Yep. And yep. if Absolutely. Breath of the Wild came, you know, next spring or next summer, that would juice sales for all skews of the Switch uh, any anyway. So they just don't that game that machine just sells so well that they can kind of throw out traditional ways of yeah um, getting people. Excited I'm also not sure. I don't. I don't believe that the uh, it would be good if that if that console came out before Breath of the Wild two and Pokemon Legends whatever yeah, that Legends I don't, one that, is game, that, I, that game having a release date it boggles me. Me too. Um, um, but I don't think that the Switch Pro that we're looking forward to is going. People shouldn't be thinking of it as a Switch two. No, or even definitely. a PS4 Pro. <laughs> Based even? on what I've heard, definitely not. Yeah, like, I would lower not. your expectations. Yeah, exactly. But more than the previous Switch re-release of like a different battery, but not all the way to this is going to save. This is going to be a huge boost. To, I'm to games I, yeah, I'm getting extend. 60 FPS in all my Switch games. Like, nah, it's just 
Yeah, it's not. No. I would love it. You trust sure. me. I'd love yeah, to if they wanted to charge me five hundred bucks for like yeah. a, an overpowered switch, I would, yeah. I would be there on day one. But Nintendo just doesn't. They're not interested. Yeah. Uh, we got another one here, anonymous. Looking past the the version of E3 that's happening next week, and whether or not it'll be able to return back to its quote unquote normal state eventually, what do you see for the future of the fan slash consumer events like PAX or your regional conventions, a la Dragon Con? Do you think game publishers and developers will want to spend the time and money to set up booths and staff those events? Or in the past year, do you think that they have settled into maybe preferring to reach a pos- a possible wider audience? through their own produced videos and such. And as members of the press, what are your interests in attending events like PAX in the future? Y'all, are y'all thirsty for PAX again? I am thirsty. Yeah, I, like, I, want a, I want a reason to see people again. Yeah, but see, this is the thing. Like, I don't give a shit about PAX. Like, PAX is nice. You know what's really nice, though, is getting seafood near PAX with the team. And then afterwards yeah. being like, hey... You want to go find kind of a grimy bar by the waterfront to go, like, drink a ton of beer at? Yes. Like, that's kind of what, like, and that's the thing. It's like, excuses to gather are great. And I think, I think that's true of most people who attend these things. Most people are there, like, it is an excuse to see a bunch of people, probably from around the country, around the world, that you do not get to see in person very often. I don't know how many people genuinely have more than a few things at a convention they really are keen to see or, or be a part of. But yeah, I, I think for me, like I, I don't think these things are going away, um, and I think as long as they exist, developers and publishers will have reasons to attend them in some capacity. I don't know how much they'll be used as like places to do your big reveals or build your hype, like in places that you don't control as the publisher. Right. But the events are going to exist because the need exists, um, like organically. I will say. Th- Part of what I do like about the events are seeing people – one, we've already said like seeing people who are your friends already. But I do also want to say one is getting to meet fans and like talk to fans after an event uh, or doing a meetup or something like that is just not something that comes any other way basically. And then two is devs. It's just like getting – some of my favorite experiences at E3s and PAXs have been not just sitting down at the getting your your appointment and like sitting down and going through the demo but getting the opportunity to interview someone especially with the PAX sometimes like taking one of those hotel lobby demos versus the the on the show floor demo uh going back a few years for uh PAX West I I like took a a a cab out to someone's house in the Seattle area to go play Thousand Threads that game that we talked about last year a little bit um and that was just like this is what the best version of this is for me is like really chill environment talk to a dev and that happens because there are so many devs around that you have an excuse to go into the into an area and then going to meet like you know i i the my first year at giant bomb i took like four or five just meet me at the hotel lobby and show me your game on a laptop uh style style uh demos and then that also allowed for a deeper conversation with developers um and that is also part of the networking stuff right is like those events tend to also have a couple of times over the weekend you go and meet up for dinner with some journal friends you have who happen to also have a developer friend or you know a developer and you meet their friends also and then those connections end up leading to um you know being in those getting those press emails 3 months later that you wouldn't have gotten those press emails cuz this person doesn't even have a PR agent they just have a list of people they know in the industry and they're releasing something you know where they know someone who is and so they put that in front of you and so building out that that web of connections i think is really useful so um Next question. 
Congrats on the launch of Waypoint Plus. I've been a fan of the site slash pod for years, so I'm really excited for the future of content. The future of content. Capital F, <laughs> see, capital C. Yeah, those, that capitalization I can get by. Yeah, I love this. Yay, Tactical Tuesdays. What are your expectations regarding the infrastructure slash organization on part of this year's E3? Will the special app actually work? Are they going to leak everyone's business cards? Will it be possible to maintain some form of schedule, et cetera, et cetera? And that's from Lena. Um, can I, let me, I'm going to find this email I got. Please. Uh, I got my email. I got my confirmation today. I got my, uh, E3 <clears throat> acceptance letter, which so is I got nice. A, I got an email for, I have gotten a handful of, you know, like see the game here, are some time slots sort of thing. Yeah. I think it's going to be pretty, not, not a ton. I think it's going to like, yeah. you know, add up to, you know, a half a dozen at most that I end up getting all. But like, <laughs> there's this one that's here's the pitch. And then like it says at like right before the, the, the time slots, like you can like almost see like a deep sigh written into it. Um, even though it's not there. And it's like, we are just starting outreach dot, dot, dot last minute dot, dot, dot to set up media appointments dot, dot, dot. Like there's almost, you can read the exasperation with E3 as an organization in, like in, in, yep. in that email. Um, I don't think supposedly the app is going to work, you know, early next week for like, I don't know what that means. And like in the, the pitches are like, you'll be able to interact with exhibitors. It's like, is that, you mean my, my inbox? Like my email? Like, what, what do you mean? Interact- You're interacting with what, exhibitors. What does okay? that mean? I don't know. What th- You're just, I, don't worry about it. Um, Apparently, have, you, have y'all logged into the E3 site since this? I, like, logged in. It said, you're approved. And then, like, kicked me back to a, the screen where I had to put my password in again. And I was like, I don't know what Did that you, did you, well, the email I got from them today was like, all right, so you're going to have to go to the website and then hit forgot my password, even though you, you don't You had to put in a password yet. when you were registered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sure. very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my expectations are that uh, the app will work. It will be disappointing. It will it will probably crash because all of this is you know going really fast. It, people, no one's gonna make an avatar. The best they could probably hope I am. for. I'm gonna make an well, avatar. Of course, what that's what, I guess. Yeah. People are going to make an avatar, but the best they can hope for is that it becomes like a bad meme on on Twitter right. Um, right. that that people are kind of making fun of. But yeah, I don't know like. People like the idea of a week of events where they can the, – like the original idea of an e, uh, E3 spun off of CES was yeah. what if we take the collective interest of the industry and like put it under a couple of days, which then spread slowly over the course to a week, week and a half um, over over, the, over like, you know, 15 years. Um, and I think you even see like everyone – like, you know, you got Jeff Keighley out here like straight up just fucking like – chuckling at, at E3, like, at, you know, like, adding journalists to be like, ha like, look at this broken-ass shit. Um, and yet, he's, like, claiming formal E3 events, like, to feel like they're under his Summer of Games banner. So everyone still likes the notion of a number of days where we all get blasted with marketing and surprises and trailers. Like, and I still like that part. I like, like, it is still exciting to me even, and I will, like, skirt around learning things. That I could know because I'm right. not going to report it. You know what's more right. fun is like seeing the trailer for like you know New Silent Hill and like I mean, losing my mind over it with the, everyone. Like else. that Blair Witch one last yeah, year, right? Yeah, where, that like, game yeah, was bad, totally. but the I fun. I was just having this conversation. Yeah, I've had this conversation a lot with people where um, there's such a big difference. There's such a big gap between what is this 
Hey, do you, yeah. does anyone know what? Have you heard? Have you? What is this? And what's that? Music? Oh yeah, this oh, is, I think that's oh versus versus. Oh yeah, this is that new fantasy game by blank. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I, it's tough because I know as as members of the quote unquote enthusiast press, we often have to be careful about falling into the trap of just being part of a hype machine. Um, but I like to get excited when people who've worked hard on something get to debut their thing. And as a creator, if someone like leaked the first, the, the, like a trailer for a friends of the table season before we were ready for it, like before maybe the music was finished or before my like intro was written perfectly or whatever, I'd be fucking pissed because I know that there's, you've one chance to make a first impression. Right. And so that doesn't mean that I'm not. I don't think that there's, like, value in a leak sometimes. I also sometimes am the sort of fan who is like, you know, we've done, let me see that that un, that early Elden Ring footage. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I, it's hard to find what that line is, I think. Uh, I think, for me, the stuff that I think is all the way I'm not too interested in it is revealing specifics about a project that has zero announcement yet, because, uh, especially if that project is not, like, troubled in some way where people need to you know there there are uh, or, or like i think they're like but... i thought like you know when um when uh, Jason schreier just you know at kotaku was like yeah they're making a new fallout like i think it's useful like like yeah sure. of course they're just like yeah it's not yeah. like trying to blow up their spot it's like yeah like shut the fuck up like they're making a new fallout because of course they're making a new fallout yeah. and i think you don't need to that demystify that de- about that that's like in terms of like when when reporters like are, are revealing things that are, like I think it's better to de- de- demystify that sort of stuff frequently because the industry gets up its own ass about about secrecy and it's like yeah of course right, they're making right. another another fallout like big whoop. the thing the other thing there is that like I also think that there is a degree to which um it's funny because like a lot of that coverage comes from our audience wants to know this right um and when you have a huge audience your audience wants to know that. Now that we are like a DTC setup, a subscriber setup, I don't know that our audience cares if we, if there was a, I was gonna say if there's a new unannounced Kingdom Hearts game, what they want to know about it. And the answer is actually yes. Our audience <laughs> would want us to leak whether or not no more is falling. I will, I will only reveal what Kyrie. I know. Have about you future have Kingdom you, Hearts games? Have you on heard Waypoint after dark about Kingdom Hearts? Uh, I tried to. I tried. Uh, UX. I, I, I tried uh, to called? read Cross? the summaries. They may, I, and I, my only takeaway from reading the summaries of how that have, ended was to, I need to get the group back together to talk about. We got to convene. Natalie already left the chat, but the we council gotta, uh, needs to get back together to do, uh, try and understand what the. Uh, do you know the big thing? Do you know the one true big thing? Yeah, about the villain. About it. Yeah, about about the villain and yeah. your relationship to the villain. Yes, okay, yes. making sure. We should go to the next question. Okay. I don't think that app's going to be any good. Uh, but for real, says uh, Arcturus, if E3 finally died a just death, which is a great way of thinking about the end of, a, of what an event. What, what is that? What is the know. just death? <laughs> what kind of event would y'all want to attend or cover? I don't like the ESA very much, but I do like having an event, you know? During the long quarantine, getting into a group chat and watching Nintendo Directs with friends was a blast. I like that feeling. I would love more events. I would love more... I I have we don't need to get into the discourse but my feelings on like the wholesome direct are probably as com- complicated as anyone else's if not more complicated but I do like the idea of independent showcases like that um which take or leave wholesome as a category which I think is a very loaded term and blah 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 there are lots of independent games that get shown at something like that and the big collective uh kind of collection of them does get 
more eyes on them per yeah. you know uh, 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 you know than, than they would in in if they were individually pushed out there. I think some more showcases like that would be fun. I really like it when developers get to talk about their games a little bit. So we've seen a few things over the last year where there will be a developer. There's a game trailer shown, and it'll be like a two minute long talk about i think maybe even that last not the last sony one but one of the sony events had that set up where it was like maybe it was one of the microsoft ones game trailer then two minutes of someone explaining what they like about their own game what the hook is in their own game i love that format and would love to see more in you know events like that that are publisher agnostic um especially for independent stuff where it's a collection of games that that feels either like there's something interesting about them or there is uh, uh, they, that they fit together in some way. Um, uh, though that's kind of how you end up in the wholesome discourse is because you've tried to like, how do we blanket and tie all these games together? So there's more of things like that are what I would like for sure. I don't know if anyone else has any replacement events in their minds. Not also if like E3 is going to continue or like get reinvented as something else. Like it's not a fan event and yeah. like that's hard. That's a different type of event and so if, if e3 was to come back it's not like an app and like an avatar it's like why do what you know there's no no board i mean it would just become packs and i just don't yeah. know that e3 is capable of pulling off an, an event like that but yeah i like i, getting, I like another packs yeah. yeah yeah that's, I that's think it the last uh, thing i'll just add to that's ahead. just it occurs to me the industry is consolidated so much and all the publishers make so few bets that like Trade shows are just less interesting now because nobody like yeah. nobody puts out that many games, and they certainly don't put out ones you haven't already played before. And so that's you know you you, you already alluded <laughs> to well what's the real purpose of, of wholesome direct? Well, it's because you right. like you got to figure out a theme that people are going to be like yeah I want to get excited for about for a bunch of games in this really vague abstract vein that like thematically tie together somehow sure yep um, and I think. Like, really, I think we'd kind of enjoy if, like, E3 just had... We do love the big, stupid reveal shit. We love... Like, that's fun. But the industry doesn't put out that many of those. Instead, you get, like, bombarded with, like, staggered marketing campaigns for the same thing over and over again. And so I think it's become harder to have an event that has the variety to to, to make an event good. Yeah. I saw someone, says Anonymous, in game journalism say it's strange that Nintendo is having a showcase on the last day of E3, even though they're usually on the first day. However, they were always the last showcase. I think to a lot of people, the showcases are more E3 than the show floor was. Being on the journalism side, has this shift been strange for you? It is really weird to think that E3 is next weekend and not the week of appointments that follows. Though I know, for instance there are going to be appointments in the week that follows for things. So it's not like there are none. It's, but that putting it in my head in that way is very, is very strange. The fact that we're not just going to go watch the conferences and then do the work the week that follows right. is, is a little weird for my brain. Um, I have not made that shift quite yet. So I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the same way. Um, I, but uh, I hope that us doing this gives me some of that, energy because i like i've said this before i like that version of me um it's it's the closest i feel to like when i used to play football um of like i'm in game mode i'm in that mode or like that's the same thing as like when i was doing my phd work and it was like it's exam time baby i'm gonna write three 20 page essays in three days it's gonna happen and like being in that mode 
is really energizing for me in in for like the the rest of that period of of the year basically it's like i've gone into a certain gear and i like being in that gear i don't want to be in that gear all the time but i like having an excuse i like playoff season you know what i mean yeah. e3 is playoff season um and and so i don't know that i'll get that from this um and i'm gonna miss that but I'm gonna try to bring that energy to our next week's cover. Well, and it's, all, it's also it's also fun like to be in the room and watching someone else get excited about a thing right. and right. like slowly like you know like lose their minds. They try and figure out yes. what that yes. thing is. Um, that's just that, that's really exciting and to do that with people. It's yeah. not the same as watching a chat, you know, go wild. Like it, yeah. to sit next to someone as you see them like go through that roller coaster is like my favorite part of of stuff like that. Totally. All right. Real important question from Emil here. Mm. So now that it looks like E3 is done once and for all, which we're not sure of that, but, you know, will it be a just death? Who could say? Is this the last of L.A. Rob? As long as there's an L.A., there's an L.A. Rob. Like, a part of me (laughs) has never left. Um, Let me tell you, L.A. Rob had his, like, my best day in L.A., was after E3 yeah. ended last year, and I took the um, God, the Expo line all the way up to Santa Monica, and I walked down from Santa Monica to Venice, walked the entire beach, mm. hung out in Venice all day, and walked back up at sunset. The perfect day. Iconic. Didn't realize that was the last time I was going to be in L.A. for a year and a half, two years, maybe three. Who knows? Uh, but like, I have that memory. I, did, I was like, you know what? You know what sounds good? Spending an entire day just walking the beach, man. Just like being one, just being part of it and just like soaking it in and vibing. <laughs> and like, was that E3 content? Yes. For me. Technically. For me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. Is that, Patrick, do you have any L.A. Rob thoughts? Are you ready for, what if, what if we get, what if you come down next week and you get here and L.A. Rob is here instead of. Boston Rob? I think it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what Rob's well, going to show up. I feel like. There is New York Rob. That's a different Rob, What is right? New York Rob? I feel like I've never heard that phrase set out We can't jump though. ahead. There's, a, I think there's a question. Right. Did I include the New York yes, Rob did. question? Okay, good. I'm glad you've looked okay. ahead for me to, right, to well, ensure wait, we'll that. Wait. All right. Uh, third topic. Honestly, whatever. I have here evidence. I did say what's next E3 plans. Uh, honestly, whatever. So I, we also got some honestly whatever questions here. Um, also, first question. we are so close to Vince McMahon head whipping around. Like, oh, are we? So close. Are we almost at the target? Yes. We Ooh, are. Can we hit the target live? We are within, uh, we are We're within th- 40 of the target number. Um, it could happen. It could happen. So it could happen. It could happen. We could, can we get a hype train going? <laughs> no, but the not, hype but not here. But not, but not here. Hype train. Plus not com. a hype train here. Hmm. You can't see the feedback. That's the problem. There's no, yeah, there's no way to plug the API in, into Twitch. No, because that would take money out of Twitch's pocket, of course. Right. So why would they? Why would they do that? Why would they choose? That feels like something. To do some, that? Like, can we pay someone to do a script for? I feel like there are workarounds. I think there probably are workarounds, and that we might get into trouble <laughs> if we did one. This could but that doesn't trouble. mean that. Right, that's the thing. Let's get into some fucking trouble, Let's baby. Go. Come on, Twitch. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the first question here in our uh, uh, whatever one just says, what's good? This comes in from 
Joel Fowler. I didn't leave the Joel email in because I don't want to spoil anyone's email. Actually, the email itself wouldn't have been there, I guess, right? Um, so, hey, Joel, I just want to shout out Joel Fowler and say we would not be here without a lot of work from, from Joel years ago who helped us get Waypoint off the ground. Uh, likewise, again, I've said this before, Mike Diver, obviously Danielle Riendo, now over at Fanbyte, um, uh, uh, running things over there as EIC. Uh, to obviously the the other folks who've been with us over the years, like like uh, Danica and Natalie, uh, like the folks here at Motherboard right now, like Gita and Jason and Emmanuel and everybody else who's who's come through over the last little bit. So shout outs to everyone uh, who has done so much for us over the last um, few years. Uh, a lot of the ideation quote unquote of what this would be uh, came through old conversations with Joel. Conversations is underselling it. Old work <laughs> uh, meetings with Joel, talking through things with Joel, dreaming about who we want to work with, um, putting together decks. So shout outs to Joel. Uh, I'm glad. Joel, I'm glad. I wish you could be here with us. I wish you could be here to celebrate. I wish you were in New York to come through. That would be that would be very that would be very good. One day, uh, one day there are like a certain sets of meetings that if one day we could, we could ever disclose occurred would be like very funny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I, <laughs> I think we can disclose that not today. Mm-mm. I think we we should talk you know about the ones I'm talking that. about, right? I do know the ones. Okay. Are you kidding me? Because okay. there's parts of that story, Patrick. Do you remember parts of that story when you found out some of those yes. ideas we had? Yes. The the okay, because we yeah. have to tell that story at some point because yes. that's a very funny story. Yes. I think if we hit that goal today, we should tell that story <laughs> next week. Okay. All right. Yes. For E three, I think there'd be a reason at the E three thing, or is that like an after dark? Well, I think that there'll be a good excuse to tell that story at E three. If you know what I mean, that's fair. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Little teases. Little teases. Kato, go stop. Is Kato in the chat? Kato, leave the chat. You're on vacation. As long as he's like got his feet up, he's drinking a a Kato tail. A Kato Uh, tail. (laughs) Whatever. whatever. That cartoon was great. I loved it. Um, can we ban uh, Kato? Can we, no, we can't ban Kato. I'm not going to ban no, Kato. It's like a, a temporary ban. I just like, want to verify. I've got the count right here. We yeah, are extremely count. close, uh, uh, but I think. We got one in here. Speaking of Fanbyte, Nicholas Grayson from Fanbyte wrote it and they say, yo, I don't have a question. Just want to say, hey, hey. Hey. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nikki. How you doing? I hope you're good. Question from Jason. God damn it. This is, these aren't. Can you figure out if there's a scientifically sound way to correlate motherboard's traffic to whether Emmanuel got a war zone win the night before? I have a working theory that we do our best work after Emmanuel has tasted sweet victory and that this will bear out when put through a rigorous series of tests. I don't know. Y'all are the science reporters. Can't you do? Tune into Friday, uh, next Friday on our uh, E3 Bonanza stream. We'll see. We'll, maybe we can do some yeah. real-time science. Come through. We'll do some te- – right, exactly. Would you like to play a game like you said? And okay, we'll, would you like to? <laughs> can't do it. I think this is a powerful hypothesis. I think this is um, – what was the – who? oh, my God. Why am I blanking on, on, um, on the name of the, like, pop psychologist right, who – The one that everyone oh. hates? Okay, where are you going away? Well, well, there's many that people hate. I'm not not the one you're thinking of. Not oh. uh, not Blink. Not uh, what's his face um, with the curly also, hair. Gladwell. Not Malcolm Gladwell. No? Not Malcolm okay. Gladwell. Who? Yeah, is is if I was like a higher tier 
person on the internet. If I was truly the internet's Austin Walker, Malcolm Gladwell would probably be my 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 nemesis. I must have emesis, which is not. Um, no, the um, oh my god, she's like a big games person who is like, oh, your brain becomes unlocked when you play video when you play video games. You su- oh, you Jane super game McGon. M- McGonagall. Yes. McGonagall? Yes. And I got halfway Giant through Jane and then McGonagall. I was like, am I about to slander yes. a person? Yes. Jane without- McGonagall absolutely believes the thing that is in this question. All right. Fully, fully, fully. Uh, super better is all about this. Um, That's like uh, the brain, like brain, like brain Age was like the same era as McGonagall pushing 100%, that. 100%. And also, I believe, hasn't stuff. it like been proven in retrospect that Brain Age was like a bunch of horse shit? Like, it's a bunch of horse shit. 100%. Or it was fun. Like, th- then it could be fun, well, but then it is, well, not, it is not going to like stop your brain from shit. rotting. It's 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 not. I believe it's not nothing. But we. Sh- but there are there are limits to the ways in which we should talk about the way brains actually function and the ways in which games can produce effects uh, and the sort of like gamification of everyday life, etc. Anyway, we hit it. I think we should do these tests. Well, we no, hit no, it. we haven't done it. Austin hasn't done Wait. the thing. Wait, but we hit, we hit it? it. No, you you can't. You can't even. You can't even confirm that until I hear something. Well, I mean, yo, you have to hear it. Yeah. I was gonna, I, well, oh, you can okay, play it for well, the audience. I'll, just give me I'm, a link and I'll hit me a three. I'm give gonna, me a three to I'm one. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with a link. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Three, two, one. Thank you to our fans who uh, have shown their incredible support to us. Uh, I guess a month ago, two months ago, Jason was like, "There's a number that we can try to hit, and if we hit this." the execs are going to be very excited. Yeah, but hit it by the end of the year or a year from now. <laughs> yeah, they said a year from now. We hit it within a week. I think, in fact, a week and an hour. Something We didn't like even that. make it to our... And then I think privately said, like, well, we'll hit it probably. We'll hit like, it we by think, E3. We think we can hit it. Or even, like, during that stream, it's like, we'll, we'll hit that. Yeah. It'll be good. Now... Yeah. Now we are Vince McMahon. Uh, Joel Fowler uh, outside the uh, glass it. doors on South Second Street <laughs> with the bam! I got her number. Yeah, I got her fucking number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you also, obviously, to Scott Two Network, uh, whose version of the Love Live Snow Halation theme is now playing behind us, uh, which is, is extremely, extremely good. Also, uh, by the way, they uh, Scott Two Networks. Have you just not seen? Have you never seen this before? I just didn't um, see the logo. I heard they, this. I didn't see the logo. Yeah, they are part of a, a real ska band. I was literally yesterday reading an article about their new, their new um, album. God, what is it? What is the name of it? It's it's We Are the Union. They're part of a, a band called We Are the Union, uh, which just dropped a new a new ska album, which seems pretty good from what I heard of it. So shout outs to We Are the Union, uh, and shout outs to. to <laughs> to Muse and Love Live and uh, Snow Halation. And shout out to everyone who uh, who has su- subscribed. Waypointplus.com We fucking made it. We did the thing. Wow. What a relief. I'm sweating out of relief. Also, of having hit that I was number. distracted by the number, but there's some crucial context I found out the other day about this Warzone situation. Oh, okay. Um, now, I'm not entirely sure this isn't a little bit of, like, roleplay that, like, Emmanuel is, like, kind of into, but apparently... Oh, right, yes. Team Motherboard has a shot caller. And, and it ain't a manual. manual. Yeah. No, it's Joseph Cox. Oh, is Joseph the, the shot caller? I thought we said Emmanuel was the... Sh- oh, no, okay, I misread that no, whole no, conversation. No. See, the thing is, like, Jason reached the conclusion, or Emmanuel reached the conclusion, that, like, Joseph is their ace. And right. they just have to do what 
Joseph says, and now Joseph gives them permission to do everything in the I game. See. Like Emmanuel, right. you may pick up that, uh, that <laughs> SMG. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, and apparently that's the only way they win now. Um, so, I don't know, like, in terms of motherboard performance, like, as a site, that question, you know, we'll that, have to right. leave now that aside. Now we've got to, right, there's some additional, right, absolutely. Sorry, I was I was listening to the end of that song, which is still very good. Also, someone in the chat, I've lost it now, it's just said, Carrot Time, babies! Which I love Carrot Time as a way of Also, our, so, some, some, like, very funny person spammed the carrot, like, nine times good. and... They got they got muted for five no! seconds by Nightbot for spamming carrots. <laughs> Raise the carrot but post I, into the ring of honor yes. for this stream. I don't stream. know what the limit is. It's like it four, seems like four five. carrots. Five people carrots are, people are, okay. are now like are really playing Testing chicken with it. By right there. I think five Just carrots right up to that. Right up to the carrot limit. Uh, we got another question. No one's done six. This is an important one. For oh, me. look at it. Oh, wow. Ooh. Oh, but that's well, that's I mean, a mod. That's the vehemently, mods. vehemently mm, use that. Not- that's that's abuse <laughs> abusive mod power. <laughs> oh, carrot, carrots in the chat. Love that. Uh, hey, what character build would you be most excited to use in Elden Ring? Assuming the majority of the stat types carry over from the Soul series. Thanks, Ryan. So Lux's uh, the most important stat, right? Lux's the most important. <laughs> <laughs> luck build. Luck build. Rob's acne. God. Luck build. I would like. Um, so the thing is, I've been playing Dragon's Dogma, and I started thinking, you know what would be sick is, what if they really leaned in to open-world RPG-ness, and on top of regular uh, regular uh, uh, Dark Souls stuff, they also included new verbs and new, like, abilities. Like, they broadened out what spells look like, so that you have that well, sort I, of... That's what I feel like it has to be. Like, that's what know? I don't... Like, this, this question actually... I don't If, if it's true... I do I'm want pre- those stats, but... Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm again, like as always, I think when we've had these conversations, I'd be preemptively disappointed that the game would not push me in a, a different direction Correct. if I could just be soldier type for like you know the eighth time in a row. Right. Um, I would love there so to I hope be, that, or I'm soldier type with X. Right. Y. Right. Z. Right. I understand um, that part of the joy of Dark Souls is it's classless, and I wouldn't want it to not be classless. I wouldn't want to go to classes the way that, like, Dragon's Dogma has, but I would love for there to be, like, well, when you get this many points, I, obviously it's already there with spells to some degree, but I would like that spell integration right. to look more like ability integration in another game or something, so... Um, yeah, but I still think... I constantly think about, in the leaked footage, the stealth stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what keeps that's my good, brain yeah. going, is, like, okay... Stealth has never really been a thing. It was kind of in Sekiro, but that's because it was right. more built for that. That was more thematic yeah. Yeah. than it was like actually yeah. like a real. But the way, part you of know, the that's play. a good thing. Is like think about the way that in in Sekiro you were using a you were using items all the time. I would love that style of like constant use. And again, I know there are spell builds that are like that sort of. Um, but I would love that style of like m- more than a, a focus on using a wider skill set. Um, and so inside of that. I don't know. I just finished reading Berserk, so maybe I would do a big dual-handed, you know, claymore build. So we'll see. I'm now Can just imagining the horse, like Austin calling into like New York sports radio, uh, yeah. like to argue about the classlessness of the, the class. Souls games. <laughs> I just <laughs> think these games don't have any class, Mike. Uh, first That's not how it's supposed to be done. That's, That's not how, not how we play the RPG. <laughs> Just like the Knicks. <gasps> oh, oh. R.I.P. the oh, Knicks. R.I.P. Rip Sorry, the Knicks. Knicks. Hey, Shout I... out to Knicks fans everywhere. R.I.P. to yeah. the Lakers dynasty. Ooh, <laughs> that was a rough one. 
Yeah, I saw the LeBron out today. It's like time to pivot to Space Jam 2. And I was like, all right, bro. Damn. Uh, Jason Finelli, who signed here, freelance video games journalist, picked for the last two Smash Brothers Ultimate characters, LeBron James <laughs> and uh, Guts from Berserk. I know it's another sword character, but this one's different. I, I know that Ike from Fire Emblem is already a Guts from Berserk, but I don't care. Come on, they gotta fin- if they finish it with Goku, that would just make me so happy. Oh, please put Goku in that game. People are saying Balzat. They'll never put Balzat in anything. No, they will never acknowledge that no, Balzat existed. Exists. Vector Man would be good. Guy Dale Fieri, Cooper. Mr. <laughs> Dale Cooper would be good. I'd say they couldn't do it, but they could do it. The Phantom <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise? Yes, good. What if, yeah, no Goku, but Piccolo? I like that idea. Mm. Um, just to make people mad. Just to make people I... mad, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get the carrot and smash. Doom Guy, I could imagine. I want Doom Guy, but I want it to be like um, uh, Jill from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. I think that's Jill, where like the zombies show up whenever she does attacks, and like that's part of her attack, or some of her special attacks are like enemies from Resident Evil showing up. I want that with Doom Guy, where like occasionally a cyber demon just shows up or, or whatever, you know? And I want and I want the aesthetic of the Doom the Doom guy to actually be like the plushies yes. that you find in yes. the original yes. like Doom twenty sixteen like that I want it to be a big hulking plushie yeah. Doom. Ooh, Kiryu says Teddy Bear Teddy Bear XO. That's a great one. But there's been no Yakuza games on Switch. Is that oh right because they don't like to associate with the Yakuza. Well, that's true. Right? Is that why those games that's aren't my, on that's Switch? My <laughs> you know. <sighs> Who could say? Have there been any like data mines or like leaks on the on the last two? I don't. I, I can't say that definitively, but I think that it's funny. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. You just you cracked cracked the case. A Zagreus is a fun one. Zagreus from Hades could be fun. Again, a sword character. Oh, but not necessarily a sword character. If you put Zag in and then have different weapons, that would be sick. I don't think they're gonna do that, but it would be good. Anakin Skywalker, there we go, that's the right answer. Hi, says Theodore, Austin, Rob, Patrick, and all. Congratulations on launching Waypoint Plus, I hope it goes well. My question is the following, which character from a video game who does not normally work in the food industry would you most trust to be your partner in opening a restaurant? And briefly, what would your restaurant's concept be? Bonus question, which of your colleagues would you prefer to join you in running this restaurant? Rob is who I'd want joining me, no offense. Yeah, but I feel like we... (laughs) I feel like we can't choose Rob because I think that's too easy. And Cotto. No yeah. offense, Patrick. I would rather Rob. No, I would. I, I, I frankly, would... Rob and Cotto should open a restaurant. Yeah, steal that this money. Our well, actually, open yeah. like I didn't want to. Like, I, I was worried this would come across weird. Like, what are we doing with the money? Um, we're sinking it all <laughs> into a restaurant. We're, we're opening up Waypoint Plus. Cafe. We're actually buying one of the Waypoint restaurants. Yes. <laughs> <gasps> oh. We were putting all that money in the pizza place that burned down that I like. We're just giving it all right to retro pizza. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back, baby. What what are the – I forget. There's like – isn't there a term for like these like pop-up scam restaurants? There is. Ghost kitchens. Ghost kitchens. But we're not a scam, okay? We're for real. (laughs) Trust us. We're not like those other ghost kitchens. Waypointplus.com. The money goes to a restaurant. Everybody gets pizza. (laughs) So I think I'm – I am recruiting Jesse Faden for this quest. I think. Oh, One, sure. Okay. Her backstory, 
Jesse from Control, Fain's worked in right? food service. Like Jesse Fain, yeah, 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 like that's true. her whole itinerant journey before she gets to the Federal Bureau of Control, she yeah. definitely was like a line cook at some point. Yeah. Like hands yeah. down. Um, second, like what is the story of Control if not like she shows up, sees a difficult like high pressure situation, sure. and just like you know cleans that shit up. That she walks in there, the FBC was in the weeds, as they mm-hmm. say. And she cleaned it all up. The service. Yeah, totally. You could handle the cooking and like the the chefeteering, the kind of coming up with with all sorts of great new uh, dishes and and figuring out the menu. And Jesse could handle all of like the biz dev and making sure that you have all the the right uh, uh, you know approvals and licenses and all that stuff. I agree with that. I agree with that. I would choose guts from Berserk. And uh, also someone in the chat says, Kim, Kim Kitsuragi from Disco Elysium. Great answer. Kim would be a great business partner. Oh, yeah. yes. He would run, he'd run the books. He, would, again, would absolutely make sure we don't get into any legal trouble or financial trouble. Uh, he, or he'd work it out. He would work it out. He would work it out. Actually, he would, he would grumble. He would grumble. Harry and Kim open a restaurant AU? Sounds incredible. Oh, I would absolutely go to the Disco Elysium diner in a second. So, so Guts could use his sword as a pizza paddle, and I am now. I'm also yeah. flashing back to Samurai Delicatessen. Sure, uh, yeah, the, you know, immortal SNL bit, <laughs> but with guts. Um, question: I have a potential food crime for you all. Brian writes in, am I the only one who prefers dipping a hamburger into ketchup each bite instead of putting ketchup on the burger under the bun? People I've told this to seem to think it's very weird, but it's good. Burgers are too dry otherwise. I know people who do this. Would it, would it, why, why choose, do me, do both? Do both. I think this is fine. I don't think this This is not a crime. Okay. I think that this is a deeply, I think that this is a deeply understandable food choice. In the sense that I think that this just emerges from a natural urge of, I want more ketchup on this. I love ketchup. I love ketchup. Like, Put the ketchup. My, in, my instance to have too you, much of it is... You know what I mean. I don't think that this is a hard one to unpack. I think this is a very natural well, and urge. Also, we're missing something really important that Brian did here. Mm. There's no ketchup on the burger. Mm-hmm. Because this mm-hmm. is another way you control. Like One of the real issues right. with like burger right. construction is sometimes, especially if it's kind of a juicier burger... They can sometimes fall apart. There's like enough yeah, like true. wet ingredients that like unless that bun's real sturdy, it has cohered. Yeah, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, and so there's a lot of good reasons to maybe cut down on those condiments that you're putting on it, and like if you can just save some of that like hydration. Um, you know, put the ketchup maybe, on the side and like yeah. and sort of daub it on. Oh, delicious! Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with Brian. I'll do this. We should get a good burger when when y'all are in town. I think that's should put or that a on few. the list. Well, obviously, or a you know, few good I'll just burgers. Be, Cooking them straight <laughs> on. Oh, can uh, we just get the... a grill going on outside? Yeah, I just want rock. Oh, I just want to hear, like, oh, get, please. The I'm like trying to talk big. about trying to talk about some game, and all of a sudden I get like some hot oil. Like, ow, yeah. Rob. Oh. oh man, remember every that time th- I started a small fire in the? I do. Uh, E3 I do mansion? remember. I do remember that. But also, do you right remember as how good? right as Art arrived? I do recall yeah. this. Yes. Did Art ever get back that cookware? <laughs> do we know? So the person is supposed to give it back to him. Reported that it was not as sturdy as it appeared, and may have been destroyed in a uh, related cooking accident. I see. However, hmm. um, basically, Art, I owe you a nice, I, I, I owe you a nice roasting pan. Please, yeah, okay, get in touch. You, you know, you know how to contact each other. Wait, we could like, I want to, you know, does Waypoint Plus 
unlock. It won't be on this adventure, but like I want to make. Can we go back to the podcast where we talked about different waypoint sandwiches? Oh, we're coming, and we're make those sandwiches waypoint? and make those I think sandwiches. We can. I, think I want to make please. the. Uh, Lasagna burrito. Lasagna burrito. Uh, yeah. The lasagna, lasagna burrito for sure. Oh, where we could like – and then while things are in the oven, we could play games. This sounds like a great like, time oh. to me. Let's make this Fuck. happen. We can make this happen. Hey, team. What's your go-to travel tumbler for coffee or tea? <laughs> There's so many of them and a lot of them are bad. I love this one from Kinto because it's compact, sleek, and works really well. Uh, and then in, in, with an asterisk, uh, uh, footnote, seriously, ice cubes don't melt in this thing. I love it in the same way I love a unique gadget or a good backpack. It feels like an extension of my personality, a way to express myself and show that I have good taste. LOL. Anyway, maybe a weird question, but I love it when you go deep uh, on elect- uh, electric or specialty topics. And given your love for leather-bound laptops and stuff, I felt it was appropriate. Anyone have a tumbler or a, a, a you know similar special cold or hot beverage container that you love? I, I will say not usually, yeah. but um, like Nintendo sent this to me as a part of. Like you can't see money this. hat. You can see it on the street. It's a real. This is a real um, conflict of interest situation. I know. Well, I usually just these things go to the goodwill. Um, if they if I get tricked into getting something in the mail because yeah. I think I have to agree to it to uh-huh. get a code. Um, but this tumbler, uh, for like water, it's a really nice size. Sure. I like that it twists on. Yeah. Um, it fits. It fits into. Occasionally, I've made the mistake of getting tumblers or water containers that don't fit in to like the, the spot in my car yeah so then it's too big so i'm throwing that on the floor and it's rolling around and um it's just a cool design like i like video game things that don't look like video game things yeah like this one, i agree with like, that fits the for sure really well. for sure um the a thing that has happened so mine is this yeti tumbler that i have um mm-hmm. which i've had now for six months something like that and i really like it and it, it does also does a thing of ice i left like just some ice water in it overnight once and i woke up and the ice was still in there which is like that's fucking mm. that rules it was like still ice cold um uh and so a very funny thing has happened recently which is i've gotten all of these emails from companies saying or not from companies from one person and a company <laughs> that keeps saying Hey, we just added Yeti to our collection of customizable brands. I thought you might be into Vice Media Yeti tumblers. They make a great <laughs> team summer gift. Want me to send you a catalog with product options? Um, yes. And then it does say, if you don't want to hear from us, let me know by clicking here. And I got four of these, including from just the company itself. I don't know why I'm on this, but I kind of think we should get the. <laughs> I, I, I just think we, we just hit the moment where this is like, hey, dear... <laughs> Dear Rhodes, aka Dear- Sluter McGavin, we're doing it. We're making our own. We're gonna get you in. Con- we're gonna get in contact with this person who's emailed me. Dear Annie, who's emailed me four times. <laughs> yes, I don't know. I don't- finally, finally. I don't know, actually, Jason, can you reply? Reply to the first one you got though. Whatever yes. is the oldest possible email. Hey, I'm catching up on email. Just saw this. Uh, <laughs> doing that inbox zero thing. Um, God, exactly. Uh, I- do you have one, Rob? Do you have your own brand? That you no, I, this is just related to the destruction of Art's um, cookie sheet. Yes, Bacon go for it. Yeah. Uh, so, just quick context here. Um, the people who destroyed it, uh, they're the people who helped me move out of L.A. back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the thing where I was like, I got this unlocked. I'll figure this out. I'll manage to do this all in, like, 
12 hours before I need to be out of here and on a plane. And then the first thing I picked up, I fucked up my back and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. So I called my buddy and his wife and was like, could you guys maybe help me move a little bit? And they did. Uh, They came in and basically like Mr. Wolfed my entire apartment situation. They got a lot of really nice shit out of an apartment I lived in for one year and inherited a lot of it, which was nice. Yeah. But also, they were total troopers. I did not see them again for a year until after E3. And I was like, after my beautiful day on the beach. Turns out, while I was walking back up from Venice, I mistimed it a little bit. And I really should have been back at the expo line about an hour and a half before I got there. Yeah. And uh, so I was very late to dinner. Um, But also, I had to give them, I was like, I ran out of time to give this roasting pan back to art mm-hmm. so could you guys give this do that to... yes yeah, the same people yeah. i was like hey great to see you guys again missed by you the so way, much by the way here's another problem errand? i need you to clean up because i'm leaving la <laughs> uh once again in the next like eight hours uh so oh, here's this wow. pan um and it just didn't survive the next broiling experience um but yeah so that Which they, wait, wait, wait. to be clear that they used it is what you're saying uh, they did. They did. But you think they earned that right by doing you a different favor earlier that day? Also, they were like, well, I can't speak to uh, my buddy, but his his wife Kate, she's a very good cook. Like if she says the thing just okay. died in normal use. It okay. died you in normal believe, use. Okay. Like it, like that William Sonoma thing was like, you know, it just wasn't meant for actual like heavy duty cooking. It was a you know. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna move on. Art, your cookie sheet was soft. um, Wow. High Waypoint, says Imran from Sugarland. I'm planning a trip to New York in September. I would like to hear from the non-New Yorkers of the group what I should do. I'm tired of hearing well-thought-out expert opinions. I specifically want to know what Patrick and Rob's to-do list looks like when they get to New York. Thanks for indulging me. Uh, One, as uh, an addendum to the last question, I have had the same messenger bag for probably 10 plus years it's got holes in it i could still use it yeah. i think i'm gonna use this trip to new york as an excuse to finally buy a new what one is, what brand so i'm is out it? here huh? what is it what brand is it i don't know i'd have to okay. I'd, have, I'd have to look i don't even know off the top of my head but i'm looking i'm looking for suggestions i need to buy something uh before i, I really I like fossil like, bags a lot have i ever told you the story about that might that might be that might be what i yeah have. i have a really uh, i have a decent fossil bag now i had one um when i was in canada when I was in Canada, I had a messenger bag that was falling apart, and I was like, I I think I just made some money from freelance writing, and it was like, I, I think I can fit this into my budget. Oh, well, I know. So I went to the JCPenney. I think it was JC, JCPenney or Macy's, and I chopped – I, like, looked around at their bag selection, and I found one I really liked, and I checked, like, the online prices. I was like, you know, it's cheaper here with this special sale because it's a sale for dads and grats. Father's Day's coming up. Let me get this on that on that special Father's Day sale, and I go up to the counter, and the woman uh, who is ring me ring me up says, "Oh, is this a gift for your dad?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I didn't want to say no because I didn't want to. I just wanted to go with the flow. I was just like, "Uh, yeah," and so I bought it, and then I get out the store, and it it I immediately threw mine out. And loaded my st- my old messenger bag out and immediately was like, I'm just going to use this now. This messenger bag is sick. Put all my stuff in it. And then I realized as I was finished loading things up, it still had a pl- one of those plastic, like, 
you know, security alarm things on it, which didn't go out when I left the door through the door, and I couldn't get it off. So I had to go back in to get to find the register and ask her to remove it, and I had to be like, "Yeah, I don't, I yeah, I guess it didn't." I'm trying it out it, for him. Just trying it out. Yeah, uh huh. I I was just like, I didn't say a word. I was just like, "Yeah, this thing had the thing on it." And that bag was good. I had that bag for years until I got that Destiny bag that they sent. Speaking of collusion, say, you're still using that one. That right? one's still no, no, no. I got rid of that one. That one, okay. that one fucked up my All shoulder right. for like six months because ah. it didn't have it didn't have a it had two weird straps and I and I just it, they didn't fit all the way around the human body as a crossbody bag, just as a shoulder strap single side bag, and so I clipped them together with a with like these two metal hooks. Um, and that, and use that as a full body strap. And that just dug into my left shoulder for a year. Um, and then I was like, my shoulder hurts quite a bit. And I, I'm going to stop, I'm going to start wearing this the other way. And then like for six months, my shoulder continued to hurt because I'd done some sort of permanent damage from this, me- from this piece of metal, like drilling into my shoulder for a year. Uh, you t- treat your body all right, please, people. Don't, don't be like me. Anyway. Patrick, so you're going to go shopping. That's what you're going to do. You're going to go bag shopping. Yeah, I need to order it. I'm going to order it this weekend so I can get it in time for 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 the trip. So yeah. if you got, you know, hit me up on Twitter if you got recommendations on cool messenger bags. And you know, I've been bought one in a decade, so I guess I'm like prepared to spend like adult money on yeah. a bag that I'll have for for ten years. Waypoint Plus um, money, but, baby, uh, it's going right to Patrick's. Right to Patrick's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, new messenger I hope you bag. know Waypoint Plus. It goes right into my PayPal. Yep. Um, uh, I don't. So it's funny, like I. I have no opinion of New York because I don't have much of a sense right. of New York. Every time I come to New York, it is has been as far back as when I started working for MTV. Mm. It was I went straight into Times Square and stayed at a hotel in Times Square because that's where MTV's offices were. Um, when I have come in for – uh, Joel, I think just like just DM'd me on Discord with a messenger bag options. Thank you. That's classic Joel. <laughs> thank, That's the thank most Joel. Joel. I love Joel so much. <laughs> um, uh, when I've come in for Kotaku, it was the same thing. I'm here for work. When I've come in for Vice, it's always like I'm here for work. Um, like especially once I had kids, it's like well, I'm just here to do the thing I need to do. And I'm get out, and so I've just never gotten. When he's like, "What borough?" Am I? I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Brooklyn." I like, "I don't know, man." I fly in. I take a cab to a place. Um, I've never done the full like I'm gonna stay in New York, like spend a week there, like. And I've wanted. I really do. Yeah. One of this, and maybe this will. Ha- maybe this will happen on this. Like, if we do another, like I don't know, September stream or something like that. I'm just pulling that out of my ass. Don't don't hold us to it. But like, I would love an it's excuse. A leak. To, like Patrick Klepik says, <laughs> we're doing a stream in September. <laughs> Um, yeah, something like that would fit like three months later, yada yada. Uh, but uh, but like an excuse to like bring my family out, like do some, like go do that. I've never done. I've never been to like Statue of Liberty. Like I've never done any of those things. Like that would be fun to do with. with I know you say oh, See, you don't Rob have to do it. Rob is going to be more New Yorker than a New Yorker here. Is the that's truth. what I think? I think because I think I would say like, the battery is close enough. Rob, Rob has like yeah. has the the uh, don't be a tourist, be a traveler, uh, like tattooed on his bicep. <laughs> So, this is a little tricky because I don't know what's open right now. And I don't know what's going to be open sure. later this year. Like, I mean, um, some places I loved are just gone. The Pegu Club closed uh, during the pandemic. Um, you know, it was a place that was a great place to get a drink. Um, in general, like, I 
usually liked seeing um, some kind of show if if there's anything cool on Broadway that like it genuinely is a cool experience to go do. Uh, I like the New Museum a lot. Um, New Museum sick, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm not supposed to talk. No, I think like <laughs> the museums, they're great. Go yeah. to them. Uh, like you know, it, they're they're worth uh, visiting. Uh, in terms of, I. I like walking around the city a lot. Like, it's fun. Um, if you, like, genuinely one of my happiest places is, like, just the long hike from, like, the Lower East Side down into, uh, like, Brooklyn across the Manhattan Bridge. Uh, it's a nicer walk than either the Brooklyn Bridge or the Williamsburg Bridge. Um, it's just nicer views. It's cool. Um, in terms of places, like, I like to, like to stop by... Um, I think Prince Street Pizza is like just one of the best fucking pizzas Prince in Street's the world. Very good, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I like my recommendation is like hit up hit up some of the museums. They genuinely are worth it, and the special exhibits are always cool. And you will see shit that like it's not just a part of the collection that will always be there. They rotate it through, and there's stuff that like is always worth catching uh, before it's gone. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my approach. I don't know. I don't know what New York is going to be like this year. Um, you know, when I did it a couple years ago, it was a lot of museums. It was, uh, taking in shows. It was going to like nice restaurants and bars. All of those things are up in the air as of right now. Um, Mm -hmm. and in September, hopefully it's all back and we're living, you know, the high life. Um, but I am really curious what, the vibe in New York is going to be when I'm down there next week. We're going to find out and I'm excited to explore it with you. I think this is our final question at this point. So thank you everyone who has joined us today. Uh, thank you, especially to uh, uh, Scott, Scott Mendenko on Twitter for this beautiful waypoint pizza for everyone image that i've pulled up on the screen right now what a beautiful pizza that looks like that's so good i want to eat i I want to eat this pizza pizza. i would like to eat this pizza uh this has been a really uh, a blast and thank you for this again this very successful first week of launching this um it is it is so vindicating and validating to know that y'all have our backs in a moment like this, uh, to, to know that you're here to support us and let us do the work we want to do. We have been trying to make something like this happen for years and years now. I um, doubt it. Like, when, sure. the, when the number was thrown down and you were like, I think we can clear that, I was like, I think we could clear mm. that three years ago, Austin. I'm not sure that, like, we're in that place. I like it. W- w- sure. When we were 48 hours before launching this, I was, like, I think you drew this analogy I was terrified that we were going to be like, we invited everyone to our birthday party, yeah, and then nobody totally. shows up. I was just totally, utterly terrified. Um, how how could anyone know? You know? Yeah. How are you supposed to know? So, but we did it, and uh, we could not have done that without you, and we hope that we uh, continue to, to make cool stuff for y'all to check out, and, and that you're excited as, as we are, and... We'll be back next week with more regular Waypoint Radio, uh, with uh, all the E3 coverage. I don't know, uh, is that is that Ellie Nora thing going up next week? When is that going up, Rob? Yeah, once um, Kata time is over, I okay. think we'll be able to get that episode up. Uh, somebody asked, cool. should I replay Ellie Noir? 
do you want to play replay LA Noir? Right. I think the conversation will catch you up to speed on the major plot beats. I don't think you need to go like shotgun this massive fucking game. One of the po- one of the central points is Cam and I both think that game is way too goddamn long. It's um, very long. I was thinking someone had written in to be like, "What's your dream game?" and we will answer that question in a future Q and A. Um, and I was al- I almost I was gonna talk about detective stories I really like, and uh, what I was gonna say is just the final like six hours of LA Noir because. There's like 25 other hours in that game, and Dude, it just goes and goes and goes. That was my pitch to Cam when I was like, it's worth doing retrospective because people remember a lot of like the the mechanics of L.A. Noir, some of the yeah. lackluster first third of the game type stuff. It has a really strong finale that was worth seeing, and yeah. not enough people talk about it, so we did. The end. We did. We Once, talked about it. You and, as soon about as, it. and as soon as Kato's back, uh, as soon as Kato descends from the mountains... From Kato um, time. Yeah. Then we will we will get that out the door on uh, the Waypoint Plus uh, feed. Feed. And I'll probably end up well, I'll probably end up putting this in the Waypoint Plus feed, too. Um, my guess is we're going to do some stuff like that in general going forward. Some stuff that is like, we'll do it live on Twitch, and then an audio archive will go on to live in the Waypoint Plus feed. Um, I think that mix of, like, free for everyone, but archive for subscribers, it feels like a fun way to, like, give both do stuff that everyone can have access to for a little while. Obviously, the Twitch VOD will say, I'm not going to take the Twitch VOD down. Um, uh, but, but just live for 90 days? I think something like that. Yeah, and then most Twitch, people have been asking this earlier, I just want to be clear, things like Tactical Tuesdays are going to go live on YouTube. Uh, again, which we mentioned already in this, in the stream once, but I wanted to re-answer that one. Especially go back and listen to the beginning of the stream, or, or, you know, uh, if you have questions that you aren't sure if we answered, we answered a bunch of stuff up top, and we'll continue to answer stuff in the weeks to come. I, I would say stay tuned for post E3 for things to kind of settle into a schedule or a rhythm. Um, up until E3, a lot of things are going to be coming together, and then even after that, there will be a beta period in which we're figuring things out. So don't, don't expect us to be like immediately like, boom. Every Monday this, every Tuesday this, every Wednesday this, etc. We're going to figure all that as, as we're going, and, and that'll develop over the summer. Waypoint Summer starts now, I guess. Ooh. Waypoint Summer. Waypoint Summer. It's a little too close to White Boy yeah, Summer. Yeah, I just got you, real you say nervous. It under your breath, if you go, Waypoint Summer, people are like, what? Did you say White Boy Summer? And I have to say, absolutely not. I did not say that. Please don't associate me with that. Summer of Waypoint. Summer of Waypoint sounds better. That's better. Summer of Waypoint. Goodbye, as... Summer of Arcade. Hello, Summer Hello, of Waypoint. Summer of Waypoint. That's right. <laughs> Remember Summer of Arcade? Wow. Remember Summer of Arcade? What were those, those games? Were cool. What, what was in there? A lot of great games. Your arcade games. Uh, I think Spelunky was one of them, wasn't it? But that was later, right? That was a later Summer of Everyday Shooter was one. Every... Bastion? No, because that, that was a PS3 game. I know, because when I got my PS3, Fuck. I was like, damn, I want to play Everyday Shooter. Castle so Crashers, Limbo, Maybe that Braid. was it. All right, first uh, set. Limbo. Bionic Commando Rearmed. Braid. Fez. Castle Crashers. Galaga Legends. Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2. That was the first one. Uh, yeah, other big hits, yeah. Fez, Shadow Complex. Uh, Explosion Man. <laughs> Uh, Trials, like Trials HD. Yeah. Um, that Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light game, that was pretty cool. Limbo, Monday Night Combat was a big one. A bunch of games. Summer of, Summer of Arcade, we're, we're coming for you. Summer of Waypoint. Did someone just open a bottle? What was that sound? Rob, Rob opened, like, a, uh, some sort of brown liquor, I that believe, was, about that half was an hour ago. spirit, for sure. Yeah, no, just having a little celebratory glimmer of at 18. Okay, well... Ooh. Enjoy we that. hit the number. 
We hit the number. I can, we did I can buy. Number. Throwing out all the other only Glove of an 18 from here. Opening a restaurant <laughs> and just drinking this. Waypoint Plus. We hit the number. We reported the news. Said in the tone of we reported the news. What just happened here? We hit the number. What number? A good one. A good one. Vince McMahon, heavy breathing. <laughs> oh. Aaron Sorkin presents the story of the WWE would be extremely watchable Oh my content. god. Oh shit, that's the greatest idea I've ever heard. I, Tom Hardy I, playing I, like three different people. Uh-huh. Uh, and all the wow, like, I want it. iconic wow. wrestlers in Sorkin the, pattern. Yeah, uh-huh. Over the ages... Oh, I want that now oh so bad. Imagine, oh shit, he rewrites the pop the uh the pipe bomb speech. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's his, yeah, the it's it's the CM Punk pipe bomb, but it's with all the sort of In this version Cena never Cena talked back and it turns into a dialogue. Of course, right. It's more powerful that way. Dialogues are always more powerful than monologues. All right, we're going to end this podcast before we bring something hellish into existence. Thank you all. Uh, waypoint.vice.com for articles. Waypointplus.com to subscribe. Right here, twitch.tv slash waypoint to watch. Uh, and again, come back next week, starting Friday, with some uh, some Waypoint uh, E3 coverage. I'm going to be on some stuff next week. I'm going to guest on some stuff next week. I'll, that's all I'll say about that. Uh, and we'll so what, what we're going to do, one regular podcast, and then... Right, on Monday, or release, 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 for the, release Tuesday. Right, and then the second podcast will be recorded as a part of this E3 stuff, right? That Friday morning. That makes sense to me. Yes. 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 So look forward to that. So yeah. Find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Rob? At Rob Zachney. Patrick. At Patrick Klopik. Carrots in the chat. Waypoint Plus. Pizza for everyone. Waypointplus.com. I gotta load up some music to play us out. I was like, shit, I have to go back to the Carrots intro in card. The chat. I really Carrots like, in the chat. I really, this carrot thing that we've fallen on is... It's, 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 it's real. It's Do you good. know what I'm saying? It's real. It's real. We, this is natural. It's organic. Exactly. We need to unlock the ability to spam more carrots in the chat. That's that's a stretch goal. I agree with this. The mods, right. like, please do not unlock. <laughs> please don't. More carrots please not unlock the carrots. Sorry, listen. No, that's not true. Look, the mods are out here. Uh, 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 trash tabby in the chat. Billion carrots. Mod abuse. This is mod abuse. This is this is what I love. I love to see. I love to see the carrots. All right, everybody. That's gonna do it for us. Peace. <laughs> Nightbot working overtime. Overtime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 